yo, 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 it's the Mallory Bros Podcast, episode 165. Uh, up? Happy Friday, happy weekend. Hopefully we are in focus. We battle this every you. week. <laughs> uh, Hold on, wait, that, don't, that sounds like shade. It does? It does. It sounds like you said that because I never have or something like that. Oh, no, I'm not throwing shade at you. I'm just saying low-key me and Thrill always look back at this and be like, damn, we look like we to the left. Mm-hmm. We to the, y'all when, go back and look. Remember when Monique was like, so check that. And even here, okay. Terrell, from here, it's looking like you. Terrell, I don't no, no, we straight. Maybe we you straight. need to come this way. We so. straight. We straight. Yeah. A little straightening. All right, bet. But yeah, look, happy Friday. Headed into the weekend. Hey, look, we haven't talked about sports on the podcast. I know y'all. some of y'all have been like, damn, no NFL talk, no nothing. And it's preseason. We definitely going to talk sports a little bit. Oh, yeah. For sure. Uh, so only say that to say heading into the weekend is always fun because... Thursday night football. Uh-huh. We back to Saturday, uh, Sunday football. Saturday games. Who playing Monday tonight? Night. I absolutely fucking love it, young. I love it. I'm so hyped that the football season is back. Damn, I shouldn't have ate that salad. I'm about to be burping that damn salad up. But uh, I'm so hyped that the football season is back. I haven't really That's said much. Y'all know. I see. I see me on the TL. I, um, the game tonight. It's tonight, the 24th. Okay, yeah. So we got the Steelers Falcons tonight. Oh, bad. When do we play? Oh my God, Bijan Robinson looks sweet in his first. What, driving and they took him out? I took him out. And you know what, bro? This is going to be my first football season living with my girl, right? She is not happy that the football season is back. She already talking shit. Girls don't realize that, like, yeah, this game went off, but then there's another one coming on. And then another one after that. And then we got to still watch the one for the night, so you got to put wings on. Uh-huh. Like for real, and then tomorrow night, we play. Think about (laughs) it. Yes. (laughs) Sunday at 1, I'm going to watch that game. And then it's in the game that come on at four. I'ma watch. And then of course we gotta watch Sunday night. Of course we watching Sunday night football. The next day you think you're in the clear, but oh, bop, bop, we played it. We playing at eight thirty, and I'ma watch the countdown. And then look, we right back at it on Thursday night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's kind of ridiculous, fellas. That is that's definitely a, a little. That's something that I feel like that will tank some relationships right there. Mm-hmm. But that's my battle. So what I'm doing? We watching other shit. We got other shit we watch. Oh, okay, yeah. and so. I set an expectation early. You know, football season coming back. We can start this, but I can't promise every Sunday. When does it come on? Nah, I feel you. I got to prioritize my team, and that's it. I, I honestly, if if I might want to watch that Falcons so and so game, well, like, I might want to watch that Chiefs Bills game. But mm-hmm. like, that's why I said it could take a relationship. Cause fellas, your girl don't give a fuck about the fact that. The Bills playing the Chiefs is one of the biggest games of the week. They don't give a they fuck. Don't give a fuck about. They that. wanted to go to Target. And Marshall's like, you agreed to on Tuesday when you was like, you know? Uh-huh. Your girl would be taking her time and she, you, you be sitting there Ooh, like, yeah. she act like she don't know the fucking game about to come on. And look, and she look, don't. She don't. She don't give a fuck. And you know what your girl do? Your girl make some plans and be like, hey, Sunday they said they were going to come over or they wanted us to come to such and such. And you in the moment, you'll be like, all right, yeah, whatever. Yeah, cool, whatever. Fuck it, I'll do it. Then you'll be on TV and it says, Pat Mahomes goes on a pace as tough as a point yet when he paces the Raiders on. And you'll be like, damn, I can't wait to watch that. When time it come on? Then you'd be like, damn, fuck. Oh, you'll be hit with it on Saturday. You uh-huh. know you're getting fucked. You yeah. see the trailer for the game Saturday. Uh-huh. And then your girl says, oh, oh, yeah, that'll be cool. Maybe we'll do that tomorrow after we drop the, huh? Hold on, wait, what are we doing tomorrow? <laughs> and then it hit you with the, you, you said, said, you said. Motherfucker. And Terrence, you talk, y'all hear Terrence talking about how, oh, yeah, this season, I don't really care. I'm going to just proud of my team or whatever. He isn't a paid Fantasy league, like oh, I. Oh yeah, I'm doing fantasy this year, and me and Terrell in the same. We're league. in the same league, so guess what? I'm whooping his ass this year, and you're gonna be dialed into the most random games. Oh, damn Jaguar right. Saints, 
Fuck it, I got it. Travis at TN. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck they ain't fans in the TN all game. Bro, honestly, if I had to keep it a hundred, the most stressful year of watching football for me was last year. Yeah. Because of fantasy. Not only was my Broncos had the worst offense of in, in the NFL history, the worst, worst fucking offense ever, but watching losing fantasy games was like, yo, like I, I'm gonna tell you this too, Terrell. What you not, what you not even thinking about, and this is crazy. If if you got this set up, you're definitely gonna go crazy during the football season. If you got the fantasy and you're betting, so you oh, you yeah. looking at parlays and your fantasy, you are not a cool no. nigga on Sunday. You're not. Yeah, you're you're definitely on your. You you should you should just be sitting at home in front of four TVs on Sundays. Mm-hmm. My boy Jacob, who getting ready to get married, shout out to him. In 2014, he used to work for me. I used to write Jacob's ass up because he would always be on his phone. And I'm like, bro, you cannot be out here on the phone like that. You think about 2014 was a little bit different than now. Yeah. You know what I'm Back then it's like, yo, you just you're on your phone all this time. You can't. You it was we wasn't as lean as I guess some of them they probably are now. But he was always doing that fantasy shit. Jacob was in like, he had to be in like six leagues. You think he was betting too? That's the crazy Well, part. back then, I don't think we could bet from the phone as easy. You oh, know what I'm saying? Okay, yeah. This was before DraftKings and all of that. So. Nigga look like a fucking. I'm excited though. How was your weekend? How was the weekend? How was the weekend? My weekend was, uh, my weekend was sweet. I was chilling with my girl this weekend. My girl's in town. That's always great. Um, but it was chill. It was my sister's baby uh, bridal shower. So I want to give a shout out to her. Shout out to my sis and my bro. They're getting ready to have a, a dope ass wedding. I can't wait to see that. Yeah. Uh, the the bridal shower was actually for girls, but me and Terrell was the only fellas there. I know that was a that was in Terrence. I tell you, I was fighting in the beginning. I'm yeah. thinking I'm dropping my girl off and we getting ready to come right back. Look, come here, play some mad. I have my controller. Yeah, see this nigga Terrell's comfy. I got two controllers. Oh, I only. Oh, okay. You, you big balling. I ain't got. Oh no, I got two. Two. Me. I, I got, got two, two controllers. You know the niggas balling when you go, man, he got the red or the army. I got the red. Both of these. I got the red. Which ones you got? You had the regular white? The regular. You know what? I like that, though. It's clean. Also, I thought about if I were to sell it, it's like, yeah, you know, yeah. two controllers. Two controllers, both the same color. You know what? I think that's maturity. Maturity, yeah. Not when PlayStation the... put out that blue and purple joint, it's like, why the fuck would I buy this? Now, I did put uh, stickers on my P5. Like, I got stickers and shit over there. Oh, and it's it's more of a personalized joint, like it's so a you, wizards, like so a wizard sticker on it. But so, the, but the whole purpose of you getting a white controller was if I sell it, I want to be the controllers. The P five is mine. If I don't, look, if I get this, is what I was gonna tell y'all, confusing everybody on Poshmark. If I get the red joint, or if I do decide to get that ultimate joint, because I was thinking that, that ultimate joint. Yes. If I get that one and I got one sitting, it's like oh, this is just a white controller. I feel like I can sell a white controller easier than the red. I don't know why. No, yes, it's anyway. What was, we, what was I saying? Your weekend. Okay, yeah. I didn't get the The event. bridal shower. My bad. My bridal shower. The bridal shower. Oh, yeah. We Terrell the only thought he thing. was going to leave. But I had my girl with me. It's, it's my girl. First time meeting some of my fam. So I just didn't want her to, you know, be there dolo. I ain't had no problem. We were shooting videos, shooting some pictures for my sis. It was a good event. No, that was fun. It was Terrell thought we was going to leave and play games. I thought we was going to be men. When the last time you seen some men at a, a bridal shower? If you had a daughter, you would go to your daughter's bridal shower. Hell no, I wouldn't. My wife would go. <laughs> bridal shower? Let me know how it goes. Yes, because it's a bridal shower for brides. Send me the bill. Fellas, I think if it's your sister, you should go to the bridal shower. I also think with some player shit, this is just me. If your lady has a bridal shower, you need to be popping in. 
Nah, yeah. You got to show up with the flowers. You know, yo, I just wanted to stop by. I was thinking about my, if I had a bridal shower, I would definitely do that. Like, you can 100% expect me to pop in for four minutes, drop flowers in her lap, give her the kiss on the cheek in front of her whole bridal party, uh-huh. all, of the, all the girls, and then you just did. Oh, I got some shit that I got to handle, things that I need to handle business. You seen a nigga that came to the lady's job and dropped lunch to her? Yes. And then look, she was looking at that nigga drive away. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't say shit to her. He, uh-uh. He didn't say he nothing didn't say to nothing her. say nothing to her. That is some player shit though. Yeah, you have all the joints in the uh, all the all of her friends and family. Everybody know why we you know why we like, doing this. Mm-hmm. I see why she's marrying that man. Right, and look, this is another thing. We went to the Dave and Buster's, right? Just because I was like, you know what? Last time I came to Dave and Buster's, I got an Incredible Hulk. I love. Real ones know what an Incredible Hulk is. You probably not getting it now. You probably experienced it, and yeah. you talking about hypnotic and uh, the Incredible Hulk. You yeah. know what that is? <laughs> the last time I went there, we was. Hitting them drinks. So I said, you know what? Let's go to the Dave and Buster's because they got good drinks. And, and my girl like bowling, even though we didn't bowl. Y'all went to the one out Springfield? Terrell, we went to a Dave and Buster's. The one out Springfield don't have a bowling alley. Terrell? The one out. Don't worry about which one we went to. We went to an executive one. I don't like to say the joints that I went to because I want to go back. So what? Who's going to? You don't have ops. I don't have ops, but also, you know. Okay. So you went to an executive Dave and Buster's. Went to an executive Dave and Buster's. This bitch ass nigga's trying to get me to give y'all location. I don't do that. Y'all would notice I'm different than Terrell. But I was gonna say, every time I go somewhere like that, it just feels like it's just a bunch of shit. Like sick. I feel like it's a bunch of just kids, germs touching everything. What day y'all go? We went on a Monday. It was super chill. It was the chillest. And y'all went off the late or early? We went off the late because I watched the game then. Oh yeah, it shouldn't have been that many kids there. But you know what? You it's always gonna be able to be dodge all of them. Some my birthday. Yeah, I just looked like the toys and shit. When we was young, I didn't give a fuck. I'm like, yo, let's just play this, play this, play that. It was certain joints that I'm like, nah, I'm not about to sit on that. Nah, I'm not about to touch that. Uh huh. The y'all... basketball joint, not what it used to be. They don't have that allure. They don't. Did y'all go to the big courts though? They ain't have the big courts. You went to the trashes. Damn, Dave and Buster's. I did. You said, really got to ride. They had the fuckboy-ass Connect Four court joint. I don't want to play Connect yeah, Four fuck with basketball. This. I, I know exactly which one you're talking about, and that joint sucks. That joint's trash. They got the dope downstairs, though. The downstairs is very nice. That's dope. We, we was getting our, our flicks in. Uh-huh. I definitely took some picks in that joint. <laughs> <laughs> but, Did y'all play the coin rate joint? Bro, yes. That's the best game to play. Uh-huh. That or the joint that just goes around like this, and you got to stop it on the... Oh, hell no. Nah. We was in hot in that joint. Well, I lose all everything when that. Me and my girl competitive. We like, all right, bet. So we about to get these tickets up. And you know know what? Maturing though, going to David. First of all, I love David Busters. Me and my girl's second date was at David Busters. Um, And we went on a date. It was too many fucking kids everywhere. The best thing to play at David Busters is a random podcast, y'all. Nothing happened this week. Fuck y'all. Hold up. But uh, hold up. What? It ain't ever fucked that. Not fuck y'all, but you know. It's on some playful shit, like happy fuck you type shit. Of course, I don't want to mean it seriously, but on some playful shit. Happy fuck you. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Go ahead. <laughs> fuck this guy. Anyway, the best thing to play at Dave & Buster's is hands down Mario Kart. Y'all ain't play Mario Kart, did y'all? You notice no. that there's always, it, it'd be a line sometimes to play Mario Kart. That and Fruit Ninja. For and some Fruit reason, Ninja. Yes. Fruit Ninja is a popping joint. 
I was gonna say maturing is when you start playing the, the big candy crush because you're already going half blind and you. Bro, happy that's the shit day. that I was in there wanting to play. That Crossy Road. Oh, I used to love this game. Uh-huh. Temple Run. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you can download the apps. Nigga. Flabby Bird. <laughs> Bro, yes. Some of the best games in there. But mm-hmm. anyway, it but was dope. a good weekend. Very chill weekend. Uh, insightful weekend. This is one thing I do want to say in my weekend. Uh, we're gonna talk about the Shakira Richardson thing, but not even a long, not even long term. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, you say your joint, I say mine. Go. Oh well, you you could go ahead and hop right into it. My weekend was was super chill. Ah, did we do anything? What did we do outside the bridal shower the day before that? Did I go anywhere? I don't think I did. You had a choir rehearsal. <laughs> That's a joke. Boy, you look like you from the three one three. You look Everybody like you and you look like you the head of you in an adult choir, boy. You got to go to rehearsal every Wednesday night, boy. You got on the same outfit Cheddar Bob had on when he got shot. <laughs> Y'all, please go look that up. I'm not wrong. This nigga got on the same outfit that Cheddar Bob had on when he got shot. And what do you look like? And I just thought of that. You look just like Cheddar Bob. Yeah. Fuck the free world. Face ass, boy. <laughs> <laughs> you ugly as shit. Oh, my God. This thing is hilarious. You look like, uh. Oh, my God. What's his name? Not Lotto. Shit. You look like, you got a lickety split face, boy. Fuck out of here. You look like you working the plant. You working oh this plant so long. God. You're a plant. You look like the boss that came down there when Eminem was. <laughs> hey, man, you got to get here. Face oh ass, boy. Oh, my God. I was never been for the Cheddar Bob thing. Okay, boy. All right. You still look like one of the niggas in choir, boy. You look like you're from Atlanta. You look like you from Atlanta, like this. <laughs> oh man, what was we talking about? Oh, what was you talking about? Oh, oh man, that was just funny shit. My weekend was chill though. I didn't do anything. Spent it with my little mini fam, and uh, we was we was on some chill. Did listen? Got a chance? Me and you together listen to that Quavo. Yeah, why? That, that review will be out either today or tomorrow. So, um, that was cool. And oh, he didn't do shit. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I disrespect him. That ass though, didn't do nothing. And I know it's something that I did and I'm forgetting. So yeah, it wasn't nothing. Probably nothing crazy. Oh, Donald's fucking uh, su- surprise party that we went to on Saturday. That was it. That's the what I forgot right there. First off, that was lit. Uh huh. And why did that feel like? For some reason, it felt like last week. I know. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I said it's something that I did. Did we do that on Sunday? It was on Saturday night. That was on the Saturday. 19th. That's why it feels like last week. Yeah. Okay, definitely got to give a big shout out to my boy Donald, Don uh-huh. Juan. Happy birthday, best man in his wedding. One of my best friends growing up, even still to this day. One of the closest people to me. Surprise party, that shit was lit. He had no idea, mm-hmm. and it's always dope when you do shit like that. You know, what I'm yep. I would never not show up for some shit like that. Yeah, like that was dope as fuck. His mm-hmm. girl threw it. Shout out to my sis Morgan. But uh, that was fun. Me and Terrell in the building. I love to see 100%. when Terrell come out for our dirty thirty. It was dirty 30. 30. The reunion. Landry. Yeah. It was amazing though. Hey, y'all gotta check out. I got a vlog cooking. Terrell's tell vlog you. is is at John Clean. It's gonna be about 30 minutes. The vlogs is getting ready to make a comeback. Y'all not ready for it. And I know it's like, all right, whatever. I know it is. I know yeah. it's like whatever. hmm I know it. I know it. But guess what? You'll see. Now that I got my now that I got bro with me. Who it? Who it? Who it? Speaking of, we listen, like I was getting ready to say, we listen to that Quavo. The other day. That joint was all right. That joint was gonna right. be coming. Let me say this. Uh that Saturday was an insightful day. That was a very interesting day. Not not Saturday. Which day was it that we went to? Oh, that Monday. That Monday was a very, very insightful day. I don't know why. But it just it just felt like some things was happening that day. Um my commanders beat 
the Ravens. Shout out to the Ravens fans out there. I know y'all sick, but that preseason record is over with. We've been getting our ass bust by y'all by y'all for years, so don't even act like y'all don't care because we've heard about this bullshit preseason for years. I've been berated by Ravens fans and getting my ass handed to me by Ravens fans for years. So the whole we don't care, we don't care, okay. Mm-hmm. We know you coping with losing that. Cool. It don't matter because you know really? how you lose. It's a preseason win. It's like having a little record at, at your job. Do you really give a fuck? No, but you want your name up on that board. You want to keep that. You want to keep that. But look, we beat the Ravens 29 to 20, 28. I'm sorry. That was that final score. 29, 28. 2 9. I woke up that morning and I just added up that date, right? It was 8 21, 2023, I believe. Mm-hmm. And that number adds up to 18. That's 2 9. So I said, all right, this is a little bit of a spooky day. I'm paying attention. Shakari Richardson went out there in lane number nine and smoked everybody running beside her to get that world title. He did. I have not said too much about Shakari Richardson. I've been chill. I've been, I've been. Holding back because we already knew what y'all was going to say. Oh, who gives a fuck about a semifinal? Who gives a fuck about a qualifier? Or who gives a fuck about uh, an exhibition or or a one-off? Cool. But this one was for the marbles. And I'm not on here to act like I'm this track enthusiast or anything like that. But after she won that race, what she said, that shit definitely stood out to me. Uh... They asked her, do you feel like you proved the world, you proved something to the world, or do you feel like, you know what I'm saying, something about the world? And she said, uh, I watched the world turn on me. I watched the world be my friend. Mm-hmm. Right? And she was like, I'm, not, I'm done with the world. She said she was done with the world. And even after all those interviews, they asked her, like, yo, what do you think the world, how do you, how do you feel about, you know, everything against you, everything, whatever? And she's like, yo, it's just, this is just on me. Like, this is just about me. Her winning that world title... Putting her name back on the map with that number nine on her hip, that just let me know how much magical of a day that was. This is the day I went to Dave and Buster's with my girl. I was having a great ass day. <laughs> I'm lifted off the perfect Patron in the Dave and Buster's. Uh-huh, boy, what you, you know, know what about saying? that perfect boy? Yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. Alcoholics in the building. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and let me tell y'all, chicken tenders and fries. At Dave and Buster's hit different. My girl got the that's a chimichurro bowl, a chimichurri something bowl. I saw asparagus. You enjoy yeah. that. <laughs> yeah. That barbecue flatbread. Woo. I was up. And it's brand new. So don't woo like you knew it because you ain't had it. First, the barbecue flatbread. Barbie, they got this new brand new barbecue chicken flatbread. I've had, I had they, they got a pepperoni pizza flatbread that I had. It ain't barbecue chicken. Anyway. The Sha'Carri Richardson situation, I need y'all to understand, nobody, or I'll just say this, it's a prime example of how nobody wants to see you be confident in yourself. Nobody wants to see you be good and confident. Sha'Carri Richardson didn't disrespect anybody. Sha'Carri Richardson didn't come out and disrespect the game. Hold up, Terrence. We talking about the beginning? I'm talking about Shakari Richardson, period. Okay. I'm going to let you rock and then I'll tell you what I think. Go ahead. Now, you correct me if I'm wrong with that. Shakari came out and was talking her shit in the beginning. She was definitely very, like, yeah, you know, she was talking her shit. She was, she was stunting her shit. Like, she knew she was the fastest. She was whooping people's ass. 
and she was talking like that. Yeah, and she was. And 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 Adrian Broner, Floyd Mayweather, uh, everybody else that talked like that fashion. You people love to see you win, but you put a small target on your back, a very small one in your own community. That's but the crazy that's thing. why I'm, that's and, and that is true. That's true. The target on her back, the target on Shakiri back. Is made to look as if it was like the man or or white people or anybody else but us. The target put on Shakari's back was put on the back, put on her back by herself, but the target is from her community. And this is why. Y'all don't like when somebody is confident and good. This is why I always have a problem with us. When we win awards and we get up there and we act like we never did anything ever in our lives before. Mm-hmm. Y'all would rather see Shakari Richardson smoking chicks, right? Y'all would rather see her smoking chicks and then saying, you know what? I'm just blessed that God gave me two legs to run and I can feed my family and I'm just blessed to be here. I love my family. <laughs> Y'all want her to get up there like a thankful slave. And just thank God for her opportunity. Whenever you see anybody, especially when they black, whenever you see us show confidence in our skill and our abilities, you got primarily black people wanting to shut them up because this is the thing. This is how we've been conditioned. We've been conditioned this way. So it's not really our fault. Mm. I'm just hoping that y'all can see the large picture. Like we would rather, we want this. You want, you're, oh, you good? Oh, and you think you good. Oh, well, you know what? You need to be humble because guess what? You're not always going to be good. And you could actually take a loss. So you know what? I hope you lose. Yeah. Because you're confident, I hope you lose because I don't want to see your confidence. Do you know why? I'm not confident in the shit that I'm doing. Now we get into the deep root deep uh-huh. of the you see, look, You see how I got quiet? You know how somebody talked to a room and said, look, you see how I got quiet in here? You see how I got quiet? Or uh-huh. when your teacher says... Raise your hand if you did the homework. They get, they get no papers. Raise your hand if you did the homework. Look. Well, I don't see nobody hands raising. <laughs> I said that we had homework due tomorrow. Y'all want to talk all before? Y'all want to talk all before class? <laughs> <laughs> no, you might just I stay love on that. Stay in your point because that is a very, very yeah. specific point. You're not confident in what you're doing. So when you see somebody is actually good and confident, you're now, you now feel like threatened. You now feel offended. Oh, how dare she be so good at something? And they got the nerve to be confident about it. She should be humble. She, she should. should. She needs to humble herself uh-huh. because she could lose. Let me give y'all a, a rundown. Shakari Richardson was cocky. She said, it's my time. I'm not done. I'm, uh, you know, I'm coming back or whatever. And guess what? She lost. Or maybe she said it after she lost. She said it after she lost. She, she, she lost. was cocky before. She was cocky before. And then she lost. She was, and she, she lost. And everybody was happy as hell. I wish that I could show y'all this, man. Me and Terrell watched that race. And, you and she was so, he was so hyped that she lost. I couldn't believe it. I was like them Jamaicans this past weekend, the way they was uh-huh. looking at yeah. Ja'Carri. Uh-huh. I, I couldn't believe it. She took her L in front of the world. And what did everybody rush to do? Her community. I didn't see a whole bunch of white people. I mean, put it like this. Your algorithm is I'm your not algorithm, gonna, but I'm about to say, right. I'm not going to bail I'm, them I'm, out because I know that you. they're a part of it. But I primarily saw her own community saying, yeah, she was doing too much. She was, you know, oh, yeah, she needed to humble herself. And that's what I want to talk about. 
that is a that is an issue in our community that we feel like we have to be humble when we good. I'm sorry, I'm gonna give you the floor. No, you you got. I understand what happened with her with the marijuana, right? She wasn't able to go to the Olympics because she had a mar- she had marijuana in her in her system, right? Which was bullshit, Which, if you ask me. I think it was bullshit. Michael Phelps made a whole career off of hey, you know he smokes weed, right? It's no problem with Michael Phelps do it, but since Shakiri is young, black, live out literally living her in her in her own creativeness, she's got the long nails, she got the wig on. You feel mm-hmm. me? She took that L in front of the world. Everybody had criticism. She took the, the marijuana thing. Nobody wanted to talk about how she had a death in the family. Everybody wants to talk about what she chose to do to cope with it, which unfortunately happened to be marijuana. But you know what? Fuck that. You need to be responsible. You need to do this. You feel me? My mm-hmm. thing is this. Let's, let's take a step back real quick and look at a, a Simone Biles, right? Mm-hmm. When she took her loss, what did she do? I'm having mental health issues. I'm going to take some time away. I'm going to take some time away from the game. When Shakira Richardson took her, her loss, she said, I'm not done. Period. Shut her social media down. She was talking, but she never stopped. Just said, you know what? I'll be back. I don't know if y'all saw the, qualify, the qualifying race that she had. I don't even know if it, if, it was a couple weeks ago, right? The that race she where she's she, standing out there. Uh, she took the wig off, right? Mm-hmm. With the braids. I don't know if y'all, peep, go look at her winning that race in lane nine this past weekend, winning the world title with that nine on her hip. That's what makes shit make sense to me. She's running. She got the braids on. No nails on her fingers. No long nails. Just me. What I'm trying to get y'all to see is it could be the ones in your circle that are intimidated by your confidence. It could be the, your community of people that are intimidated by your confidence of who you are, right? They can see who you're trying to be. And who you're trying to be is what really intimidates them. It ain't even really who you are right now. It's what your potential is. Your potential to be something bigger than life and you be confident looks like power. Mm-hmm. It looks like you could use that against me. This don't even have to be just my community. That is majority of the world. That's the that is the timeline right there. That is the timeline. The nigga that is the quirky, humble, chill, fuck it type. People like that person. Mm-hmm. Or the person that isn't as big as the other person. If they get a small W, they like that person. It's the reason why people love Pusha T all of a sudden. Pusha T been rapping for 20 years. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Soon as he takes down a big dog like Drake, it becomes like, a, oh, my God, this is amazing because you like the... We just talked about this last week. I told you niggas don't want to see you get too up. Mm-mm. And what you say, right in this level. Yeah, you, you just up, talked about that. Were you up, but you still hella relatable. Yeah. And this is the exact same thing. Now, I will say, I can't say too much about Shakari because I was super critical of Shakari because she was talking shit, and then she lost. She was confident, and then she lost. And y'all said, ha-ha. That's why you lost. You got to be nerdy to be all confident, but you lost. And Y'all we was like, Floyd wait man. till you race the real girls, and then we'll see. And when she raced Elaine Thompson, Shelly Ann the first time, she lost. And it was like, you didn't only just come in third. You got last place. What happened? Because that's what life does to you. This is what true. I want y'all to see. That's true. When you take your L, I want you to watch how the room clears. I want you to watch how... 
You got all of this free space now. When you was winning, you could barely maneuver. You know what I'm saying? It's crazy how when you win, oh, I'm sorry, it's crazy how when you lose, you watch the room clear. You watch the questions shorten up. You watch people just count you out. But they was just right there, right? Them same people that count you out when you win, it's crazy how they are right back in that same room. But you know what they forget? That's true. You know what they forget? You watch the room empty. You watch nobody be in this room. So you now know why. The greatest thing that she said is she said, I was 20. I was coming up. I was trying to figure out who I was. She always talks about leaning back on her faith. I don't judge her at all for that because you do what you got to do in this nine. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But long story, a little bit shorter because I know I was a little long-winded. People don't want to see you be confident, but this is why you need to remain confident. I don't think Sha'Carri Richardson lost any confidence. She's just stopped being so out loud with it. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? But in situations like that where you, where you do take a loss, you could end up Roddy Rich. Where now, everything the world's saying is dictating how I'm going about my art. I just watched J. Cole talk to Kevin Hart about that. Yeah. When J. Cole was like, yo, I had to get off the internet because I didn't want to be creating from this vengeance space. Where I'm like, you know what? Uh -huh. They said I don't got two bar flips. Here's a whole fucking track. Just nothing but two bar flips. Yeah. And then niggas saying, that's the worst song on the album. You're like, <laughs> <laughs> it's like operating in your own space, staying confident in yourself. You need to know that when you're confident, it's going to come with a loss. That could be in front of everybody. You got to be willing to embarrass yourself and still remain confident. It comes with it. That, that is very true. I'm going to win. this. I'm going to win tonight and then lose. Mm -hmm. I do it. I did it every week with my Broncos last year. Fuck it. You did it all that time with, with them commanders. Man, I have done that so much in my life, period, where I'm going to stand on 10 toes on this. And you got to be able to say, you know what? Damn, I was wrong. Or I lost. And you know what? That's actually a very common thing now with this new generation. You know what I'm saying? Like, we grew up, you got to hit 18 before Twitter was really popping. Twitter was, four, Twitter was five years old when you turned 18, old nigga. But it wasn't, even back then, Instagram, Twitter, we was pick stitching. We was asking little shit. We was posting pics of our breakfast. Yeah. It wasn't what it is now where you got to live up to or be prepared to be destroyed by. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Shakiri was 20 years old when it happened. When you was 20, you were still like tender in the world. You know what I'm saying? You just became an adult for real. Yeah. You was a teenager. You almost could drink at 20. You're not even legal to drink. Right. But she still had to face that, wave, that crazy wave of criticism from strangers. At 20 years at old? At 20 years old, we didn't have the experience that at our, when we were coming up. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? Because that's where shit is different. Nowadays, when you fuck up, the whole world gets to laugh at you. Yeah. Back in the day, <clears throat> if you tripped and fell in the Walmart or somebody or somewhere, and there's people around you, only those people saw your mistake. Right. Nowadays, and that's why, like, young artists and people that want to be famous or people that want to be content creators, you want to start a podcast, they could clip your shit up. And now you're the face of a joke for the entire world to laugh at. You got to be prepared for that. That's what comes with this. Mm -hmm. I grew up in PG County. My skin has been thick. It doesn't matter what nobody say about me on the internet because as long as I'm not making myself look stupid, if a nigga yeah. want to clown me or if I'm getting clowned for a take, it don't hurt as bad. Because and, and I, I, I was prepared. I know what I'm getting into. 
If so, and if you make a bad take, you're not afraid to just be like, you know what? Fuck it, yeah. I've made bad takes where I'm like, damn, all right, bad. Well, I was looking at it because uh, of that. Okay, yeah. You know, and sometimes you just walk it back. I've, it, trust me, some of y'all don't have 30 niggas that will respond and say your take was bad, you know? Yeah. And when your shit hits the TL, some of you niggas get scared, you know? When your, your shit can go viral for the wrong reason. Yeah. <laughs> you see the quotes going up, why not favorites, why not? <laughs> Likes. But look, let me just say this. This is my, my real, my real, and this is how I end it. My real criticism is for my community, the black community. Mm-hmm. Let this be another example of how we don't want people to be confident. We want to shit on people when they're confident. When we're actually good, we want to shit on people who are confident. If we saw our black actors and, and actresses saying, you know what? The Oscar is mine tonight. I'm winning the Oscar tonight. I can't wait to give my speech. I feel like I had the best performance of the, of the year. I'm going to be kind of hurt if I don't win. I'm really looking forward to it. You're going to have some of you who behind closed doors or behind your own conscience, you're rooting for him to lose because you'd rather celebrate, you'd rather see him lose than see him win. And that is something that's very significant in our community. Don't act like we just been that way. Talk about how we was made to be this way. And look, at a certain point, we got to stop. No, you're right. It just ain't, this is 400 years of something that you can't just shut down. What did Sorry. Kanye West say? What 400 did years of slavery? That's not like a choice to me. <laughs> I mean, come on. Terrence, Let's hell no, it ain't no come on. So look, how it's long not is the excuse going to be something that like we can't control? Look, it we, took you 400 years to make me this way, but you want me to fix it in 50. It's not, it just don't work that way. Terrence, I still hit square sometimes when they say throw the X. Terrell. I still do it because I grew up with a fucking Xbox, and I know you still do that too. You bitch Terrell. Terrence, listen. You still will sometimes throw the ball across the field when you're playing Madden because you see the X, and instead of you hitting the X with your PlayStation, you grew up with an Xbox and you'll throw it over there. It's just muscle memory. Like it's you are you are, I had, you, you can't a, control it. It's been years since you played the Xbox. I had a P4. I had a P, I, I have a P5. I don't do that anymore. I've done it because Terrell, you're a new gaming nigga, and you're actually right. You're making a good point. I get it. Conditioning is there. All I'm gonna say is this. Hi, very funny. Them same people who can throw judgment can celebrate. Ain't that funny? What you talking about? The same people who can cast judgment on Shakira sure know how to be there and say, oh, I love us. Black girl magic, black power, A, she did. Some of y'all who are giving her kudos were the same ones that gave her, you know what I'm saying, coal in her, in her shit. The same ones that shat on her. My That's thing is this. That's a fact. We know how to celebrate us, but we don't want to take the criticism and we want to talk about 400 years of slavery. Yeah. When and that's you, the reason why you can't just simply chill. You can chill. We can be confident in ourselves. Look, you doing confidence you, should not offend us. It, Don't they it, say that we should be confident? Then why, when we are confident, do we feel like we got to put somebody down? Why do y'all hate Floyd Mayweather? Why do y'all hate? I'm, look, let me, me answer you. I'm not saying, and I'm not defending people hating on, on people and saying, well, we do that because it is fucked up. I'm just trying to explain to you why people do that. Like, it's not a right thing. It's definitely the wrong thing. You definitely tried to shoot some bail. Yes, I'm not shooting no bail. I'm saying on the you criticism. To, when you bring up the 400 years of slavery, because when you wanna when you wanna single us out, Terrell, we talk. Then, I'm talking about my community because I'm a part of. No, you're right. But you, when you say specifically us, because we the ones, we, but those were the specific ones putting Shakari down. Right, you're right. But like I was saying. 
They talk about the indoctrination. Talk about 400 years See, of oppression. No, man, talk about then you institutionalization. Start Western then you, culture. Then you niggas start checking out. This is the nah, thing, Terrell. Let me ask you this. I'm just saying you can't leave that out the conversation. Imagine a teacher says, you know what? Everybody who did bad on this test is going to detention. Right? Okay. Everybody who did bad on this test is going to detention. Because, look, the whole class is getting in trouble for this. Now, I know some of y'all, even though you're going to detention, some of y'all have, uh, have it hard at home. Some of y'all don't have parents that's going to give y'all guidance. Some of y'all, you know, had to stay late for school for practice. Mm -hmm. All of those people that can relate to those little things that she gets, they feel like, well, you know what? The only reason why I'm getting this discipline is because of my situation. Therefore, I don't have to really take no real not credit true. for my discipline because I feel like instead of it being that I wasn't doing what I needed to do for my test score to be high, well, she just said it herself. It's because I have a bad living situation at home. So my thing is this. Did you have that bad situation for 400 years? I'm only using it as an example. And it example. made it so that you don't even have the same opportunity as the motherfuckers Terrell, in the see, classroom. see, this is my thing. We're not see, talking about... Stocks and bonds. We're not, We're not talking, talking about, about loans. We're not. We're not talking about the real systemic things. We are talking about why y'all hated on a girl who was confident and on the track and put her down as soon as she got an L. You don't have to bring up 400 years of slavery. Terrence, when you start talking about black folks and why they think the way they think, you cannot do that. Especially okay. the negative. So that's let's like, go. That's like blaming us for the crabs in the barrel mentality. That's like saying, I don't know why y'all have that. Like, all right, let's talk I, nobody about that. Saying, nobody's saying we don't know why. We are saying this is another example to show why we you. need to get away from that. Because Terrell is doing exactly what I don't like. Well, you know we come from slavery. Conversation ends there. All right, bet. Let's go 500 years. Let's go 600, 700 years. We, we still got people getting up but on Terrence, stage. Our history ain't the same if you go back five. Like you being disrespectful. No, I'm saying let's go 500 more years of thinking like this. Because if we do this, we can just say, yo. You know, at what point do we start saying, yo, fuck where we come from. Let's be confident in us. I'm not telling y'all I think we to are not be confident in black people. I think, I think when it comes to the machismo and uh, the shit that we don't like, or the, like, what, exactly what you're talking about, yeah. how we be quick to, the one that's doing the best, we be quick to hate. A lot of that, I mean, all of it is wrong. It is all wrong. I definitely want to make that clear. That is fucked up. Like, it's definitely something that we need to fix. But I am just a little more of a, I'm not going to pop the hand of the black community before having this mindset. When it wasn't something that we... And that is why we will never get anywhere. Literally. I'm not about to pop our hand. That's because we why. didn't do it. So what? At, the, at, at, what, at a certain point, do you, do you remember the joint where they said they got four monkeys on... You, you heard that story? 100%. And that's the 100% true. The four monkeys in true. the chamber. And they killed the last monkey that even thought about going to the... Right. At a certain point, that system works without... The system you're talking about that we came from, okay. does it mean anything to you that they have moved completely on from the system you're talking about, and now it's just working against us? So you're like the person blaming the monkeys for doing that? Like, they weren't trained to do that Terrell, and I'm, saying, when y'all going to break out of this? Terrell, I'm it's one like, of the monkeys. Sure, one day we'll break out of this, but you can't just say, like, it wasn't. Done, that test wasn't done for 400 years is all I'm saying. Context, y'all, they put four monkeys in a, in a cage, and every time the monkey tried to climb, a monkey tried to climb out, they would get sprayed with a water hose, right? So 
the monkeys got conditioned to not, all the monkeys got sprayed. The monkeys conditioned themselves to not try to climb out because we all going to get sprayed, so don't fucking climb out. Mm-hmm. They would take a monkey out and put a new monkey in there that doesn't know. Soon as the soon as they see the water up there, they climb up, everybody gets sprayed. The other three monkeys will beat the new monkey's ass. Like, yo, if you do that, we all get sprayed, so don't do that. After a while, each monkey gets replaced, but the system in there stays the same. Yeah. Each monkey knows None of us started in here, but we all know not to climb the ladder because we all get hit. Yeah. I am literally just one of the monkeys that say, yo, maybe we have to fix this. We could always talk about why shit is fucked up, but then it'll always be fucked up. Once we start having conversations around getting outside of those things, and they start with convos like this. Then we'll truly save ourselves from the bullshit shackles that we still have on 400 years later. You're definitely right about that. You're definitely right. You're definitely right. Oh, he, look, he agrees with Kanye West. No, uh, I. The slavery was a choice. See, that's where it gets disrespectful. Well, he's where nah, he, his wording was wrong. Yet. Right. Nobody like, saying slavery was a choice. It was just like this whole a slave mindset for 400 more years. Yeah, is a but choice. even saying that is disrespectful because that's like what's disrespectful about that is the missing context of how long it takes to break a community for as long as it's been broken. We've made hella strides. And I'm not making an excuse. And I know it probably sounds like that. I'm not making an excuse. I'm just saying, like, that's hell of context that, to just leave off. Like, hey, I don't know why you're acting like you. That's like the people that say, you can go out and get a job. You can go out. Don't, don't, don't. They're not making excuses. Look, the such and such came over here. They're not making excuses. They're getting work. It's like, all right, man, you're leaving out hella context, though, about how they got here versus how we got here or how, why we think the way we think versus some other groups. And but, I get that. But I do want to... Say, because I don't want to get too far from your original point, which was a lot of niggas did hate. Even me. I was happy as hell when she beat them Jamaican's ass. Jamaica, catch up. Oh, but she was he, but, he was also happy as hell when she lost to the same Jamaican. I Jamaicans. also criticized her when she lost because she was talking. She was popping her shit. And I said, all right, bet. If you're going to talk it, you got to be able to walk it. Adrian Broner was talking his shit. He was whooping ass. Mexicans, Americans. Then went out there. And got his ass whooped. We enjoyed it. Because you talked this up. And that's why I say, if Sha'Carri was confident and chill. See? If Sha'Carri, no. If Sha'Carri was confident and chill. Nobody's saying she can't talk her shit. But if she would have been. Terrell, what, she, is, what is confident and chill? That shit don't even make sense. That's like saying if she was hot and cold. <laughs> that shit doesn't make any fucking why sense. Why does confidence equal aggression? Like, Terrell, how can she, you be confidently chill? How? How can you be confident and chill? Who do you name a person right now that is confident and chill? Kawhi Leonard, and you hate him. He's confident. He's super chill. I hate Kawhi. He's just the most vanilla, most un. He was so sick when fun to watch. He's just a regular standard gray basketball player. He's not talking about his game. He's just talking about the fact that afterwards he's like, oh yeah, I just want to. He's not fun to watch. Nigga doesn't smile. He's not. He has no charisma. He's just great at basketball. He's confident. That was the wor- when they chill. won, it was the worst year ever. It was just the most boring shit ever. It'd be hard for you to say who's confident and chill at the same time. Confidence confident, brings... Confident and chill. Aaron Donald. Are you kidding me? 100%. No. Aaron Donald, if you talk to him, like, yeah, we're going we're gonna to go out here, we're going to win. Von Miller, confident, chill. Uh, LeBron James, confident, chill. Like... I'm confident. We about to go out here and do this. Not <laughs> you talking see when shit. Went to, when LeBron went to Miami, he said, "How about uh, three championship, four championship, six rings, seven rings? Maybe he did all of that." That's I'm confident. Saying, that got shit on. 
Everybody you named have been confident and shadowing. Aaron Donald, yeah, because I don't like Aaron Donald. Because Terrell y'all compare to my, because, Aaron Donald. Because, because my boy Von Miller is a fucking Super Bowl MVP. More sacks than you. But they say, oh, he's the greatest football player ever. All right. I just feel like it's a little... Ah, you know what? And we're going to let this one rock. We're going to let this one rock. But you know what? No, hold on, wait. Because I do want to stay here. Because I do think... That's, that is what I put on my docket. The way people will support you and then be gone. And yeah. then come right back. That has to be a surreal... That's why, like, the John Moran, y'all stay over there. All y'all that said what y'all said... Think about it. That's the new the new generation has to deal with that more than we had to, bro. Yeah. The Ja Morant's the when Ja Morant, think about Ja. And Ja's your guy. Right now, everybody's calling him stupid. Everybody's saying this. Everybody's saying that. If Ja comes back and start balling again. Once he comes back and starts balling, that's a because he a fact, will. Because the game is not going anywhere. Right. And people will say, I don't have a problem with his game. I had a problem with what he was doing off the field, off the court, which is cool. But when Ja come back and get the ball in again, a lot of the people that criticized him are going to be singing his praises. Mm-hmm. But that's just how it happened now. It's, it's kind of fake. Like Doja Cat offended everybody, but then put out her biggest song of her career. But you know what's crazy about that? Y'all said, oh, this is demonic. Fuck this song. This is crazy. And then all of y'all, I guess, are sneaking and listening to it because it keeps going up on the charts. And how do you think Doja Cat feels about that? Like... Everything I said was true. Y'all just validated everything I said. And guess what? Now I really now don't I give a fuck. Now I can ride on it. Now I really don't give a fuck. I can say fuck y'all and you'll still take me to number one. Rhythmic. She literally was talking about her music. She was like, y'all fuck with this. That was a gimme. Y'all fuck with this. That was a this. And I was like, damn, low key. I mean, she being honest, but she cracked. to me, she cracked the code. She didn't crack the code. I think she's just opening. She's opening portals. And this is like on Truman Show when he found the... The kilo that yep. fell, that, that light fell, and it was like, is this a film light? Like, what the fuck is this? You know? Mm-hmm. He, we're oh, getting- Was it Kino Flow? It wasn't a Kino. Actually, it was a, uh, what's the big blue, silver, big blue, uh, blue, silver, big. Like an HMI? It's an HMI. Okay. I don't know why I was thinking HDMI, but it was a big ass HM- HMI that fell from mm-hmm. the sky, right? Or he starts seeing little shit. Like, I think Doja Cat opening up things because y'all gotta realize as the consumer, you really have all the power, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, 2K is fucking us every year. They're fucking you every year, 2K and Madden. But since they get the Monopoly, and you mm-hmm. will always buy it, yeah. we don't Making have to, oh, oh, you didn't like Madden? Okay, cool. you'll still be here. I've not liked the last five Maddens and 2Ks. Mm-hmm. I complained before every one, but I bought every one. Yeah. And I got the, Mad- the new Madden. I've been complaining for years and spending my money. Who cares what you think? Yeah. Because when you got the monopoly, when you're the, when, when, when you the only thing way you can do it, or when the product is just that good, or I'm just that popping, that's the thing. You know how many niggas hate Drake, but the bitches like Drake. So, so I can't. You, I don't care. Yeah. I would listen to sometimes we laugh and sometimes we cry, but they should know now. And I was looking at that video and I said, this nigga got a monopoly on the game. When you think about it. Think about it. Took, then, took the voice to another different level of that song. <laughs> I start trying to way more after Drake. I start trying to find <laughs> Can you imagine being the first nigga to ask Dirk for a feature after that song? <laughs> right. <laughs> nigga, you are tripping. Anyway, once you got a monopoly on the game, you can do whatever you want. You, can, you, don't have to, you don't respond to criticism the same way. You don't even respond to criticism the, the same way. At your level. Now, That's imagine true. if you took what you did now and, and put it up here. You're going to be faced with more criticism. That's why they say more money, more problems. 
You're gonna, it's, but you're, it depends on what it is. These days, criticism really don't mean shit. People ain't going nowhere. Everybody's, there is so much, bro. Yeah. Everything is judged. I literally, my, Unless you're offensive. my algorithm is parenting shit now, you know? Yeah. You got a little one. So I see a lot of shit. Do you know the comments be filled with the most judgiest, picture yeah. perfect? Like it'll be like, oh my God, look at this, whatever. Or it'll be a baby that'd be almost about to fall out of a high chair. Okay. You know what I'm Baby done reached over. She's still, mom's over on the phone cutting up onion. The baby's in the hot chair, but the baby done reached out, and now the baby is stretched between the damn the, the car seat and the what's name. The, I saw the that counter, yeah. and she goes and say the baby. Everybody in the comments, and this is a parenting video. Y'all have kids, yeah, and y'all under here acting holier than thou, saying, "Wow, you're a terrible mother. I can't believe you let that. You need to be watching that baby at all time." Are y'all living the same life? My son not even walking yet, like in. I'm already thinking I need to hurry up and do what I can do because when this motherfucker start moving for real, mm-hmm. I'm not going to be able to... And they but, fast as hell. It could be that they, fast. they so fucking speedy. Yeah. This motherfucker will grab my chin hair and yank down. That shit is so painful, but it happen, it'll happen so fast. And if I'm, it normally happens when I'm like, let me send this email real quick. Let me do this real quick. And I got him right here. Yeah. And, and he'll, he'll reach bow. up. And it's like... Basically what you're saying, you got I, a lot of people in the saying, comments yeah. at, yeah. What I'm saying is everybody's a critic now, and that's what they have to deal with. Yeah. We posted our prom pictures, and guess what? All of our family and friends saw it. Did, they, did we end up on Shade Room? Oh, look at these teens going to prom. Or everybody's timeline, people calling us tacky. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. it's a different level of criticism that is just normal now. For sure. But you know what? I don't even know what we was talking about in that regard. We was talking about basically like people supporting you in one way and then... Yeah, but then you was talking about how you just get screwed by... Like you was talking about 2K and Madden. And how, yeah. and how you just get fucked. <laughs> because it seemed like support for certain things is going to be there. People just pick and choose when it's cool to support. Mm-hmm. Like I don't think anybody threw away... Niggas not throwing away their clothes because the shit could come back. Yeah. Would you throw away any of the things that you have? Probably not, because you never know. Niggas are, I remember when niggas was hating on big jeans, baggy shirts. Mm-hmm. I remember when that was not cool. Yeah. Even trucker hats. Terrell got a trucker hat on right now. I remember when niggas would hate on them joints. Back on the Jesus is my homeboy joints was out in 2010, 11. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Trucker hats was not dope, and, but and then you know Jesus what? Jesus is my homeboy. That was even earlier. These was dope back in the 90s. Yeah. These was dope before. It just it's got to hat. a point where I know, what, an, I, bet, I know a nigga that has an Amiri hat, just like this, with the netting on the back. And I'm like, it just says Amiri on the front. I just looked at a manufacturer that's selling them hats for $2. $2.60, I can get 50 of them for $2.60. But since this one has Amiri on it, you'll buy for $150. And if I'm Amiri, do you think I'm going to an even more expensive uh, vendor that has better quality hats? I'm not. It's the fucking same I'm hat. putting my logo on there and charging you a hundred something more. And I'm making $149, $148 off a hat, off these hats in profit. And we wonder why the bill. And you walking around thinking you got the next play. <laughs> the play is on your fucking head. <laughs> but you out here think you doing something to niggas, you know? Yeah. Like Meek. But you that- got the Richard Mill on your wrist, Meek. You saw Meek? Uh, I seen him out there. Whatever. I was going to ask you what you thought about that. Man, if you buy sneakers, then you know everything Meek was saying was bullshit. 
Meek was like, I can get those for what? He said, I can get those for 300 on, from somebody else. So if I buy it from you right now. Nigga, no. You can't. He was getting some nice-ass shoes for $100. Dog, if you buy shoes, what the fuck was Meek talking about? Y'all key me in. Nah, he was honestly on some bullshit. And then that whole, I'm a celebrity, I could be bringing you... That's how celebrities will try to finesse That's you. That's how fin celebrities finesse you. And I love that all of the designers that have gotten fucked over by celebrity uh, stylists and celebrity um, assistants over the years... That say, yo, I could get Drake to wear this, or I could get this person to wear it. You see the dude that let Drake wear his thing on, on tour, dude didn't pay him, didn't hit him back, and then after all of the shit on the internet happened, then he got paid. Okay, But yeah. all of the people came out and was like, yeah, this is exactly how celebrities will try to fuck you out of your shit. They with just, this whole, I could I could have done this for you, I could do this for you, you're supposed to hook me up, and then I hook you up. Yeah, well, you're going to get fucked. But y'all don't return that favor, and that's why it's like, yo, you got a Richard Mill on your wrist, feel me? And you probably got all this designer shit, right? But you talking this money play to him like he's supposed to give a fuck about you as this customer. You got all of these hundreds, right? Even after he left, mm -hmm. he was like, you know, we just left so-and-so. You still got most of your money. You, you, you got all these hundreds, but you trying to give this dude a hundred for shoes that he could get for a much higher value. Right. He's supposed to feel good because he sold them to Meek Mill. So look, they expect him to walk around and say, yeah, I just sold five pairs of shoes to Meek Mill. And, and you think that's going to get me more money? That's going to do shit for me. That's First not going to do shit for you're me. You're not even popping like that right now. You're like the internet's laughing stock, number one. Number two, you just fucked my man out of all them shoes. And honestly, I kind of felt bad for him. I kind of felt bad for the because dude, too, because it's intimidating. It's like... It was probably intimidating. He's a... You're a fan of Meek. Yeah. You don't want to be the only nigga to disrespect the nigga's head. This nigga's trying to get over on me. He's not making sense, but he think he is. I really wish I was in a situation as some of these people being with celebrities, because I would not give a fuck. That's why when... Uh, Niggas fold. You've seen niggas fold. Like, they'll be talking shit about somebody, and then the person will say, oh, well, actually this, and then they'll be like, yo, I'm actually a big fan, X, Y, Z. I'm not on that wave with anybody. That's why I wasn't on that wave with Kenya Barris. I wasn't on that wave with uh, Melvin Gordon. I wasn't on that wave with a, a couple people. If you're going to hit me back, I'm going to let you know the truth. I really wish I was in a situation with that dude, because I would have told me, if you're not trying to pay, you got that Richard Millie on your wrist that costs- You got a Richard, Richard Mill on your Richard wrist Richard Millie costs a Lambo. up here? Yeah, Richard Millie calls a Lambo in the neighborhood and I can't go. You big balling, right? So go ahead and pay up like everybody else. And that's why I say you niggas are getting played and you have on plays. How much did you pay for your Richard Mill? Eek. $250. Right. And you think that you it's an authentic $250 you paid? Like, you don't think you getting you getting played by that. I'm sure you, I bet you don't. Because you're not buying it based on if you're getting your money's worth. You're buying it to show off. And that's how these niggas do. You're buying it to show off. Same you with buying these shoes. it so you can say, I got to look what I got. You bought, mm -hmm. But like you're, you're getting played. That's why I said, yo, it really do. It really do be ups and downs around all of the support. That's why these days I feel like it's hard to see real support and support just for the, for the now. Yeah. Oh, the shit y'all doing is dope. Yeah, I know you You just saying that because you just seen some shit now. You ever meet somebody and they say, yeah, y'all keep doing what I meet people all the time. Keep doing what y'all do. I feel like I see y'all what y'all doing. You don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Mm -hmm. I know you don't know. Y'all still doing y'all thing? What is it? YouTube or podcast? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I fuck with that. Y'all keep doing y'all thing. I fuck with it. I be fucking with y'all. No, you don't, bro. And you don't even have to tell me that. And it's fine. It is totally fine. <laughs> I'm not going to be like, fuck this nigga. He don't watch my video. He don't watch my... Never. Mm -hmm. Never. Damn. I think that opened... I think that sparked a good conversation or just about... Oh, yeah. Confidence and impact. 
You um, know I felt this way about it for a minute. The, about the confidence in our community. Yeah. And I knew you was going to get on here and talk your shit. I knew it. I knew it. I knew it. But I'll ask you, do you think you're a high value man? 100%. What do you think makes you a high value man? Uh, well, not even, don't even say it. Just I'll think say, about it. I you can, know it? No, yeah, I can say. What I think. Before you say this, I'm going to let you go. Uh-huh. Yeah. The reason why we bring this up, this question. Uh, I was thinking about high value man. This dude was like, you know, uh, what was I looking at where the... the Oh, y'all have, of course have seen probably over the, the past week the girl from Atlanta that had the baby daddy that was missing and then all, not missing, but he uh -huh. was like, whatever. And then everybody seen him and was like, oh, it's him? No, nah, yeah. And then he ended up having the, 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 the he one of the cleanest a... six baby mother lineups. It's like, uh, how did all of y'all that look like this have a baby with bubble baths? Right. And I was going to say this a lot, of, a lot of the fellas in there are like, yo. Yeah, you see these women, they act like they can get... That's why they can't get high-value men. That's why you can't get a high-value man. And you see a lot of men saying that. But that made me think, okay, bet what do we as men see as a high-value man? You know? Mm -hmm. And my question to you is this, Terrell. I asked you, you answer because you, you getting ready to come with it. When you think of a high-value man, fellas, right? I want you to think about if you have a daughter. And your daughter is dating somebody, and you want her to date a high-value man. When you think of that high-value man, is money the first thing that is on your list? Uh, no. For me, no. Hell no. Of course I want him to be able to support her, especially if I have a daughter. Let's say I'm 50 yeah. or I'm whatever, and she's 20s dating. I would want the man that she dates to be able to financially support her because I do believe in that. I am very mm. traditional when it comes to that. Our girl don't, my girl don't pay for nothing if she don't have to. She just be paying for shit sometime. But ask my girl how much to rent. She don't know. But that's how I am. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I would never put it on my people to have to live up to that because that's unrealistic. Because, again, our 40-40, we make the same. We should be splitting. That's more commonplace. If you can do it, cool. If not, whatever. But for me, I would want him to have some type of yeah. stability. I think stability is the biggest thing. Number one, not stability the biggest, not always the gets masked, but that's money. So yeah. would that be first on your list is my question. You know? Like the first thing you say, okay, my, nigga, my, my, my daughter dating some dude, he got to have money. Is that the first thing that we're going to say, fellas? No. Because this is for the fellas. Ladies, y'all just kind of sitting down, down by the wayside, you know. Mm -hmm. But fellas, because look, you was getting ready to say what you thought was a high value man. Go ahead and give that. Well, I would say respect. Respect, chivalry would be what I'll be looking for first. I would, want, I would want him to treat her like, you know, like precious property. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And I look for the small things. Like, when, if you ever, like, this, these young niggas better know if I, have, if I have a daughter. Don't come pick my daughter up for a date and she have to come out and open her door and get in the car. And you just sitting there with the music playing, waiting for her to come get in your car. I, every first date I have been on since 2015, 16, if I come pick a girl up, when she's coming down, I get out the car. I'll go around. I even act like I'm in my trunk if I think she's on the way out. Yeah. But um, let me ask you a question. High value man. For me, stability is a big part of it. Yeah. Because for you to be high value, you got to be something that I just can't find. It means that you're actually, not anybody can't just be a high value guy. 
what I'm saying? You do have to have some stability. You do kind of got to have a little something you're working with. Now, I don't think that's the only thing that makes you have value. Yeah. But um, I do. I think it's your ability to lead, your ability to think freely for yeah. yourself. Being able to... Um, when I, I hate the word, I hate when people say being able to provide or protect. First, I hate that vagueness of the vagueness of that. But yeah. having the intention to provide and the intention to protect. Yeah. And to me, high value men are those that have the intention on finding somebody to be loyal with too. Because if you still out here trying to fuck around, but then you want to call yourself high value and you want to just be high value for every bitch, you know what I'm saying? Or, or every chick that you mess with, yeah. to me, then that's not high value. I think high value, high value is something that's very specifically, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if you find, you know, yeah. And I think we confuse and we confuse a lot, fellas. High value with high earner. That's what I was thinking. You know, mm -hmm. like it's a difference between a high earner and a high value man. Mm -hmm. You're a high earning man because you got a lot of money. But a lot of you niggas who are high earners are not high value men. Yep. You know. And I think the easiest way that you could separate this is think about if you have a daughter. The last thing that you're really going to think about for real is money. All right, Beck, take this. You have a, a daughter that's in high school. When you're thinking of a, a high-value dude for her in high school, mm -hmm. you wouldn't think he got to be able to pick her up and take her out. He got to be able to pay for and provide. You wouldn't be thinking that. Yeah. You would just be thinking... I hopefully, hopefully he's nice to her mother when he comes in my fucking house. Uh -huh. Hopefully he gets along with her brother and sister. Hopefully he's cool with, you know, coming out with us to family events. Hopefully he, treats her right. he holds the door for the lady behind him. You thinking of these real values. Mm -hmm. you, the last thing you would think is hopefully he can pay for her movie ticket. Because as a man, what are you going to say? I can, I can pay. pay for the movie ticket. <laughs> yeah. So like... When you think about a high-value man, we've gotten to a point now where some niggas think, oh, all I got to do is make this much money, and I'm a high-value man. Nah, hold up. A high-value man is different. It is, mm -hmm. it is much more than what's in your wallet. It's literally who you are. To me, a high-value dude is somebody that the world sees as a good dude. You meet people, and they say, oh, you know him? Oh, I know him. He, oh, yo, he's dope. Yo, he's cool. Or you can just see people getting a lot. You see this person, and it seems like they're always... Either in a, uh, not a good mood, but like somebody who seems to be able to hold their shit together mm -hmm. in public. They don't ever look like they have shit going on. You don't ever really want to know about it. Emotional control. Feel me? Emotional I stability is very key. Mm -hmm. Now, I will say this. A lot of the conversation behind high value men is rooted in knowing your worth as a man. Yeah. In a sense, for the lack of better terms. Because the ladies have always established, you know, their standards and yeah. what they look for, what they want. The high value man conversation came more became more prevalent with Kevin Samuels. Yeah. And it was a lot of it was rooted in un, felt like, bro, you need to understand that you have this and you have this and you're this, so you shouldn't accept less. Or you shouldn't feel pressured to talk to a chick that's less than what you deserve. That's what like the conversation kind of was rooted in. But yeah. we kind of have taken that and it's kind of gone to like this. It's like a monetary thing. Yeah, high value with, means with high Instagram. Earned. You'll see these these terrible influencers. They look like they all look like salesmen, but they'll have on a suit. And then you see that white dude that was sitting on the podcast with the chick, and she 
tore his ass up. Uh, what did she say? He said, I want to, I forget what he said, but he got, he got emotional. I forget what happened. Nigga got emotional quick and she was just like, I mean, all right. And it's like, she broke you down just that fast off one question because you can't even have a conversation. Nah, yeah. And those, these podcasts, depression fit, whatever. Um, when I say whatever, that's, a, that's the, the joint where the dude be like, if a man does this and goes to the club, you ever seen yeah. the white boys? Mm-hmm. Those podcasts in the red pill era took the whole high value man thing to the wrong place. Yeah, and I'm not also saying that a high-value man needs to be like a simp. I'm not saying that at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying a high-value man is more than his money. You know, it's more so like his purpose. Some of you niggas have money, but what's your purpose in life, period? Not like you need to have a, uh, oh, my life, my, my purpose is to impact. I'm not even saying that. I just mean like, you know, you know how you meet a dude and he just don't got shit going on? You ask him what's going on, it's nothing. But how often do you meet somebody who don't have shit going on that has money? Because you said you got to have something going on, but you also said this person has money. So I'm asking you. There's a lot of high-value dudes that have money for now, and it's kind of like, okay, but like, what are your ambitions? I wouldn't even say that, Terrence. I, w- I think you're looking for the word morals. Because if you already got hella money, it doesn't matter what your ambitions are. You already got money. But if you're not morally high value, then that's going to diminish the whole of a side. I'm not talking about your ambitions with your your job. Obviously, if you can make your job work, that's not it. But you say this person has a lot of money. Look, even if you have a lot of money, I'm just trying to prove to you that you can have low ambition and still be, you can still have money. It's people who are good at their job, good at making money. But you still struggle with your values as a man because what are, look, when I say what are your ambitions, like, what do you aspire to to do? Do you aspire to have kids? Do you aspire to give back later? Like me, I always think I'm living my life now, but when I get older, I think I'm going to eventually work with kids. Yeah. My goal is to have a family, is to get married. It is to do stuff like this. You got niggas who just have money and want to get shit. I'm I'm telling you. It's really right about that. It's right really about that. that. And that's why I say, yo, you can call yourself a high-value man be, uh, because you got a nice car, you got a nice job, and you can tell yourself, fuck that. I make, I make this much money a year. Okay, cool. But you know what I'm saying? You'll start to see these high-value men, uh, you'll start to see high-value men break when you lose your value. Because your value should be set before any, before we even start talking about dollars. Mm-hmm. Like if you don't have the cars and the money no more. What are you now? Do you shrink back down to this size? Like you said, wifey don't got to pay for shit. I think about the the families out there where dude might only make $1,500 in one month. Mm-hmm. He makes enough money so that wifey still don't have to do nothing. We just hit. Yeah. You know? But he's working on this to get there. Like, I think a dude Not in yet. that position is a high value man. Just because 100%. we look at him and he don't got a Ferrari... Low key, look at what his life ambition is versus you. You got all of this money and you can do whatever you want and whatever. But like low key, when a woman look at you, yeah. once she get past the monetary part, the money part, what is there? That's where some of us struggle because I think we work too hard on the money side and not on the, Let me shoot the red, other side. Let me shoot the red pill and get some bail. What the red pill guys will say is, well, when you ask a woman what they want out of a man, the first thing they say is monetary. The first thing the ladies are saying, don't forget that part, because you on here talking your rah-rah shit. Y'all not going to like some of the shit. But, that okay, but, but listen, 
Okay, because I want you to answer this for for those guys. Because look at the look at the men on the street, bro. Look at the niggas on the street that had the microphone that go around the city, asking all of the girls or stopping women and asking them, what's the first question to ask? How much money does a man have to make to talk to you? Or how much would you want your man to make? And these women are throwing out, he got to make at least 80K, 100K, 150, 200. And let me tell you something. Our average is 40K. Yeah. The standard average for a male in the U.S. to include white boys is 60K. And these ladies are throwing out 100K, 150, whatever. So when we talk about the conflated high-value man, the way we look at shit, you can't leave that part out because that's what the ladies are expecting. So if you do make that much, you do kind of feel like, all right, bet. Like, I'm finally at this point. Okay, you make that much money. So what does that have to do with what a woman thinks about? Like, you know what I'm saying? I knocked the first thing off her checklist. But look. You got to have them other things. But that ain't the first thing on her, her list, low key. Yeah, but you right. You, you got right. a bunch of women talking about how much money a man should make, and they're dating men who don't even make that money. It, yeah, they be lying. It's, it's fluff. It's bullshit. They will and talk to you. <laughs> also, you ever heard this? And this is my new thing. Like, we're not going to talk about this, but like, the you should never ask a woman, what do you bring to the table? Not if you're a high value man. I would never ask that. I just hate that question. Or even pose it in any way. In any type of way should a woman ever have to explain. I don't think a man should be asked, what do you bring to the table as a man? A man can 100% be asked what he brings Terrence, to the table. I don't think so. You I was, you was a, cooking earlier. Now you want some bullshit. As a man, you should, not, you should never be expecting a woman to bring anything to the table. A woman's life is going to be, like you said, a woman's life. Now, are we talking about money again? We or talking are we about talking money. about more? We can talk about money. No, because you said we wasn't only focusing on money. Now you're We're saying not. a woman don't have to bring nothing to the table. No, you, you, to brought like, up the, you brought up the fact that we have to talk about the fact that we make different money and stuff like that. I'm just saying, now that we're on the topic of... Terrence, that's, you know I don't fuck with that. We, make, we, we, we can't share that message because she does have to bring something to the table. The most stable households okay. in the U.S., I'm not saying especially a woman, for black folks... Is when we pull our resources together. Okay, Tara, look. 40-40. This whole, they don't have to bring shit. Hold on, wait. But I never said that. You said. I never said they don't have to bring shit to the table. I said a man should never be asking a woman or expecting a woman to say what she brings to the table. You should never be doing that. Maybe you misspoke, but you said she doesn't doesn't have to bring anything to the table. You said that. I wouldn't respond that way. a woman. A woman is bringing a woman to the table. So now we're back back at one. Because like you said, because what does your girl have to bring to the table, Terrell? You're not talking money, right? Terrence, what she... You already know what you... She does ex- have to bring... Terrell, but you know what you expect out of a woman to the point where you don't even got to ask it. But yeah, but... But I would never say that my girl doesn't have to bring anything to look, the table. Okay, she 100% look, had we, to we come correct. men versus men. Terrence, she... You wouldn't say that because... I would. She would 100% have to come correct. This is my thing. Read uh, The Way of the Superior Man. I just don't like this talk about tables and like most of y'all are bringing to because most of y'all are gonna agree with Terrell. Go ahead. This is what I'll say. I think been saying. Go ahead. We know what you think. No, but this, you've been no, saying. Terrence, this is what I this is what I'll say in response to you. I do think I You're think not letting me get my shit off. When you say bring to the table, are you talking about money? Because that's what I want to. I'm know. talking about okay, bet. Let's talk about. Oh, if we talk about money, yes. No, I'm asking you if yes. that's what you're talking. Yes. About. But what if we're not talking about money? They still gotta bring. 
Something, Bro, right? Yeah, but and all I'm saying is as a man, you shouldn't be asking. It shouldn't be told to you ever. So why do you feel like men should be asked that? Men can be asked because it's women asking a man. As a man, you should be able to read the room. As a man, you figure out what she's bringing to the table and you make a choice. Why they can't do the same thing? Because they, they do the exact same thing. Because we choose them. No, they no, we don't. They so choose us. So you put us. a ring on her finger or she put a ring on yours? Terrence. You stupid nigga. You just said a couple weeks ago, you can't fuck nobody unless they want to fuck you. Terrell, buddy. Right? They choose you. you I, they choose you like a to sleep women. with you. Terrence, everybody, let's keep it above. You, your girl had to choose you back. You liked her. She had to like you back. You had to shoot your shot. She had to accept the shot. This idea that you chose her, that's not true. Terrell. They have to. You know how many niggas like your girl probably? And she picked you. She when you did picked pick your girl, you. did it have anything to do with money? No. Right. What am I talking about that? You had to just figure out who she was and how y'all vibed and you made the decision. You and your girl never had a conversation about what she was bringing to the table. You never even thought, I wonder what the fuck she's bringing to the table. Because as men, we you have, when you have options, when you're a high-value man who knows who he is, you know your purpose, you don't have to, to ask a woman what she brings like to this. the table because if she don't bring what you want, you leave. If she does, you stay. You ever see how a but woman I, uh, answers that question? I agree with I agree with you. We'll go ahead. Yeah. You ever see how a woman answers that question? When you ask a woman, what do I bring to the table? What will she say? I am the table. Because low key. And that fellas, lets you know everything you need to know, fellas. Nah, fellas, but let's keep it a hundo. We can criticize the women for not knowing how to answer that question without triggering us. Because that's literally what it is. But Terrence, a this is my saying thing. that I am the table, to me, you're a not even answering. not the table, but it's just proof that women. Women are women are women. It, it proves to me you don't know how to answer a question directly. No, 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 no. That's nah, what nah, that nah. proves. Them saying that is when like, they yo, ask, as a woman, a woman's not a woman's never been required to bring anything to the table. They are like, yes, a woman is supposed to look. Y'all gonna say, yes, what about cooking, cleaning? Yo, not like those that. are natural things that women do. And I get that some women don't. But I think as a man, if a woman don't clean, right? I don't got to ask if you can clean. I don't got to ask if you can do, if you can be nurturing. I just figure it out and I make my moves. Like, that's Terrence, what I, I agree. Go ahead. Go ahead. Fuck it, Terrence. Go ahead. I've been letting you rock. Shoot. I've been letting nah, you rock. Nah, I can see you right here this whole time. You're not listening to what I'm saying. You're just waiting I am to listening. just shoot bail because, oh, no, Terrence, what about? That's what you want to do. I'm asking you this because I agree with everything you're saying. Then what we, we don't then disagree. But where we disagree is with you saying that a... I don't think any, so I don't think you should ask a woman what she brings to the so table. So we agree. We agree on that. That's it. Where we disagree and where you keep talking about that side that I already agree with you on is I don't think a woman should have to ask a man either. I think the same way a man can figure out based on conversation and based on whatever and, her, and using whatever the context clues you said, I think a woman can do the same thing. I think that question is so toxic. And to me... Fellas, if a woman asks you, what do you bring to the table? It's a red flag. And it means, to me, it's look, it means she's looking for monetary. And we're she's going to figure out. It, there's other ways you can ask that. What do you believe in? Are you this? 
What do you do for work? For real. So you turning the conversation into a because Terrence, what do you, you bring s- to the table convo? And it really never started like that. Because I was just Terrence. saying, as a woman, I feel like a woman asking what you bring to the table is a woman seeing what type of dude you are. What do you bring? How much money do you make? Because women don't set their values on where they want men. They they set they think about their life. What life do I want to live? Fellas, you think about the same thing when you go at women. You think about the same thing. Women think, okay, I want to be able to go wherever I want. I want to be able to do whatever. So I, want, I need a nigga that's going to be able to make this much. Feel me? You as a man, you shouldn't get intimidated by a woman saying, oh, a dude got to make 500K to talk to me. Okay, that's her. So we move. No, you're right. You're we right. move. I just don't think we that. We shouldn't be saying, nah, fuck that. Like, yo, look, we're getting too offended at that. My thing nah, is. Nah, but Terrence, that is unrealistic. Terrell, it's un. It, it and might that was be, Kevin uh, saying unreal- whole shit. It's only unrealistic to, and it's gonna be the majority of the men that don't have five hundred k. But that's not true, Terrence. Kevin, she she is only fucking herself. It, but it has nothing to do with us besides the fact that if we don't make five hundred k, what we gonna get offended? But the expect- and, and hit by that. The expectation is still can still be unrealistic for you. But look, that's that, like you saying you want to date some. I'm only one date somebody that make as much money as uh, Ariana Grande. And I could like, say that, and the women don't have to feel like, wow, these men. There's other men out there that will date. There's women out there that don't need a nigga that's paying that's gonna make five hundred thousand. There are niggas out there. I'm sorry, men yeah, out yeah, there. Yeah, but, there are women out there, like, yeah, but like you see the difference. Women ain't gonna know how to answer that question. Is all I'm gonna say. I don't because think that's why I don't think anybody should. I thought you was going to. I thought you would agree with me that I don't think anybody in a relationship should ask, what do you bring to the table? You asking somebody what they do for work is very different than what do you bring to the table? Because that introduces a whole toxic ideology. OK, well, Terrell, look at this. You're saying my girl don't have to pay for shit. Right. A lot of girl, a lot of mm. niggas are like that. Right. Uh-huh. A woman can ask a man what he brings to the table. And, and she is 100 percent talking about your coin, your dollars. Your, what do you do? Like, why should I be with, why should I talk to this nigga who's going to want to do exactly what you're talking about, Terrell? What if your girl wanted to live in a penthouse, right? Mm -hmm. You missed out. I pay for everything. I pay the bills. When she wants something, are those bills going to cover what she need? Not like she needs, but because, you know what I'm saying? Because you pay for the rent. What people don't get, though, is that, like... It's I, like, you. I get what you're saying, but also, as men, if you are a high-value man, right, then I feel like you have to read rooms. Why don't you women have to ask also a woman, yo, what rooms. do you bring to the table? Yo, what are you bringing to the table? Yo, because look, we men. But they can't read rooms. Sir, we've never expected women to read the history to be able to ask men, read the room and ask men what to expect. Nah, we just move around. That's why you see the young dude. Parents, why don't they move around? We got to move around just like how that young anime dude, young anime white boy, young anime black dude, he don't think about them chicks. He don't even feel, look, I need a man that makes 500K. He don't give a fuck about that. He's thinking, look, I need a woman that's going to be able to watch anime with me or watch hockey with me or whatever. And he go and find his woman based on that. And that's to me how, like, like he not going to ask that woman, what do you bring to the table? He's going to see if she's down with this this Pokemon life or this, this anime and life. And she, if not, you can move. And she shouldn't ask him what he brings to the table. He should, she should be inquiring about his lifestyle to see if it match hers. 
And you all know what I'm saying? I will agree with that. But but you that's see, all I'm saying is that's my thing. Is you just, always do this thing where you want me to talk about women. I'm not talking to women. I don't think I don't give a fuck what a woman. We're talking woman does. to men though, and telling them that it that, that you don't need to be expecting a woman to ask. Or you shouldn't be asking a woman what she brings to the table as a man. And all I'm telling the same guys is that you shouldn't hear it ever. You, you, you bring up my girl. You and can you, hear you bring, it. I feel like there's nothing wrong with a man hearing that. I, fellas, to, well, to me, well, I guess we just have a different, different opinion. I'll let you rock. But my opinion, and fellas, I do pay for everything for the most part for my girl, uh, for, for our situation. But my girl never asks me how much I make ever. She still doesn't even really know. She doesn't care. She doesn't even want half of shit. So what I'm saying is... Your girl's not like she, most girls, but though. But Terrence, if she would have asked me, what do you bring to the table? That would have been a red flag for me because... Look, why? The bring to the table question is brought up by you. It was. It's never a real thing. But Terrence... I mean, a woman checking you on how much you make first is what women going to do. She's not going to ask you what you bring to the table. We're not talking about that question. So if you go on a date with a woman and she asks you how much you make, that's okay. That's totally fine. I don't think so. Look, I feel like, why do you want to know me that? What I, not how much do you make. That's ridiculous. You, nobody's going to ask you, how much do you make? A woman is figuring okay, out so what, what do type you bring of... to the table is the same thing. Terrell, no. A woman needs to know what type of dollars you have, right? Along with who you are. Yes. But they do need to figure out if you can what? Provide, right? We That's what he said. Okay, but we As a man... You are not thinking about what she can provide, so you don't need to ask what's being brought to the table. You have expectations, and if they're not met, I got the nigga. You don't. You're taking an L. Because question, you just had this whole long-ass soliloquy conversation about how if you have a, that's how this conversation started, if you have a daughter, is the first thing money is, is, is provide and that the first thing you want in from a man? No. So, but you're you, a man. Yeah, but you, as a man, would teach your daughter that outside of money, the man you meet, mm -hmm. I cook the nigga. <laughs> Fuck this nigga. <laughs> he does not. I'm I can just see the point he's making. You look, should, he's like, looking at me because he think, but I have a response okay, to him. Okay, let you. me finish the question. I have a response to him. You as a father. I know he's getting excited because he's thinking he got me. He don't. You as a father, you would ask your, <laughs> you would want your daughter Right? Yeah, yeah. You want your daughter to first look for somebody respectful, somebody that's going to open the door, somebody that lives a certain type, somebody that has certain morals. Mm -hmm. Then money. Mm -hmm. So, but you want to tell all of the men that listen to this podcast. They should not be thinking about what money they, she make at all. That they. You should not be looking for a woman for how much money she That makes. they shouldn't ask what they, the woman brings to the table. But if a woman asks you what you should bring to the table as a high-value man, you should be able to be okay with that because X, Y, Z. First of all, to me, and I'm going to let you respond. I'm going to let you respond. That, that question brought to the table is just whack. I don't expect anybody to ask that. I'm just saying. You just said Terrell, that. Okay. We're talking figuratively. you trying to make the, what are you, nobody's going to ask that. That's the dumbest question ever. We're talking about a woman's expectations versus a man's. You're right. But, so, but, so, but you also said if a woman asks you how much money you make, that's not a red flag, and that's okay. Terrell, a woman inquiring about how first, much you make. The first time she's out with you is not a red flag. To me, that's a red flag. Fellas, to me, that's a you're, red flag. If, if not, guess what you're going to be? You're going to be fucking Michael Ely and think like a man. He tried to lie and say that he was a uh, fucking whatever, and you he was a backdoor shaft. You put it back on the man line. So stop, stop making the man the bad the guy. The bad thing is, look. He was actually a great dude. She actually really valued dude. Thought he was funny. Thought he was cool. But since he lied about what he made, look what happened. 
He lost everything. And that's because as a man, you're valuing this woman based on her pockets. You, and, and because of her pockets, you're intimidated. So you felt the need that you needed to match her when you already matched her as a person. You counted yourself out already with your pocket. Look at the nigga. Y'all see the nigga? Terrence, I, you count yourself hard. already out with your pockets. You don't know who you could get. When I met my girl, I ain't gonna lie. I thought she was, I thought she was banking. I don't know why. But did you think that I gave a fuck? I've never gave a fuck. I've never was intimidated by how much money I made. I started talking, I talked to my girl the first time that I ever hit her up. I was working at Best Buy. Mm -hmm. And I was in a relationship. But the first time we was on IG Live, it was a, it was a, it was the quickest thing ever. Like it was just, it was, it wasn't even like a thing. I mean, I was, but I think she might have been in a relationship. She was just going live with fans. It was some casual shit that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. When I got on there, spoke like myself, was myself, was confident, just talking to her like normal. Didn't get intimidated by my Best Buy. Did she ask you how much money you made? Let me say this. See, you keep talking about the women. I'm talking about how men should go about it. I stayed myself. Later, when I got my opportunity with her, she remembered the live. The live stuck with her when it happened. Mm -hmm. And but it was because I was a genuine dude. It wasn't because I was showing the money. It wasn't because I was doing all of that. Now, Disrespectful nigga, I'm talking with now the you. Go ahead, that. go ahead, go ahead. All I'm going to say, Terrell, and you see, I forgot what you was just saying. And I'm going to put the nigga on the spot. Has your girl to this day, because I think I know the answer and I know she's watching. Has your girl to this day asked you how much money you make? Yes. That's bullshit. No, sure, sure. That's not. That's not bullshit. My Ten. girl's nosy as fuck, though. She ain't asked you. So you know on how the your girl's first date. She asked you. So how much money oh, no. do you make? Oh, not what first do you bring date. Bring to the table. Not not first date. And that's why I said a woman is not gonna. This. What do you bring to the table? Question up front. It's never gonna happen. We talking about expectations. My girl definitely expected to see what I was about, fellas. You know how your girl finds out how much money you make, where you take her, how you act, mm -hmm. what you buy her, and we're not talking about. Oh, he shit. a broke nigga because he got, he got me the Michael Kors and not the Louis. We're not talking that. We're just talking, okay, when we go out, even if it's to the Red Lobster English Shrimp, it's, yo, let's get drinks. Yo, let's get this. You nah, make yeah, her feel comfortable how you move, yeah. to splurge in here. When we went to mm -hmm. Dave & Buster's the other day, my girl's like, let's just get 100 points. I said, excuse me, I grew up here. <laughs> Two, 250. <laughs> You're getting your own car. Your own car. <laughs> I'm doing me. And look, look. When we playing games, do she feel like, damn, we can't spend? It ain't about being this rich roller. You don't got to be rich rolling. Like, it really is just about your value as a man. That's why I said my girl never had to, she would have even now would have never had to ask. I, ask me how many luxury-ass restaurants I took my girl to. Ask me how many luxury-ass gifts I had to get my girl. None. Still didn't have to tell her how much I, I made. But because it's not about that. When you right. with her, it's just about comfortability. And unfortunately, but but you oh go ahead. That yeah. lifestyle we talking about, it does come with dollars behind it. How does a woman answer that question? And that's the thing though. The man that the the dude they always talk about it. How the dude goes to work every day. He bring his 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 check back home to his lady. They live in a small apartment. They got just enough. He's still a high value man, mm -hmm. even though he can't splurge. That way, or he can't get the 250. They might have to split the 100 card. Yeah. And that's my biggest thing. That's why my biggest thing, my biggest point in this whole shit was, even if you and your lady split the bills, even if she paying her half, you paying her half, even if she covering more than you, you can still be and are, can, and could still be a high value guy. 100. Because morally, that's what's more important. The way you're going to raise your son, 
can make you more val high value than that nigga that's a millionaire that's teaching nothing but misogyny. You heard what happened? You seen what happened to Fresh and Fit? Yeah. You heard what happened to them niggas? They got clipped. They got clipped. And let me tell you something. All these other podcasts that are babies of that one, they shaking in their boots right now. Yeah. Because if they could get clipped, you can get clipped. Mm-hmm. And that's why, like, I value somebody. I value somebody like Mr. Reed that we grew up with, who was a history teacher in school, over a nigga like Andrew Tate, who's saying, "Oh, I'm a high value man because I can buy all of this shit." But you trafficking women type oh, shit. Or you just think you're a high value man because you're a man. Yeah, like, because morally, it's it's more. You can't be a high value man because you say you are. Yeah, we have to be able to say that's a high value man. Like Denzel Washington, mm -hmm. Nate Parker sleeping on his couch. Countless stories of shit like that while being great in his craft. Mm -hmm. We could say, you know what? Based on the actions we've seen outside of the screen, mm -hmm. he's a high-value man. And outside of the dollars. And outside the dollars. For you, I wouldn't say your girl would say you're a high-value man because of what you can do. Monetarily. Monetarily, but more so who you are as that person. That's just a bonus. That makes you even more high-value. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, but... Like you said, you was high value in 14 when you wore that blue polo. I was high value in 14 when we put them polos on. I was high value back then. Yeah. And I, your value, some of y'all think your just, value is your wallet. And my, my, look, lastly, we'll say this. Imagine you got a nice car. Everything cool when you pull up. Damn, this is a nice ride. Ooh, fast. You speed off. You see her get scared. You're going to have to get out that car. Yeah. And then you're going to have to be you. And then we'll find out, oh, okay, your value was the Rose truck. Your value was mm -hmm. in the, you know, the, the, in the Urus. Once yep. we got inside, you was an asshole. Yep, 100%. And you thought you was high value because you got the Urus. I used to work with people that I paid $14, $15, $16 an hour, right? Yeah. And they would literally come in on their off day dressed better than me. I mean... Dio, remember the Dio one? Dio I'll never get a Dio one came out, and I'm like, y'all, yeah. I know I pay you. You're full time. Dio I know ones. how much you make. And they was coming in, Balenci's, the uh You ain't even know that was a neighborhood dope dealer. Who was that? Oh bullshit. <laughs> but like, I mean, they were drip more drippier than me, and I know how much you make. And that's what's crazy, is how much people put into the look. Yeah. But again, it don't matter because even if that nigga was, even if these niggas was up and you could afford everything, like you said, you could have Justin Jefferson money. Well, now I could go and buy everything. But yeah. once we have a conversation, then I'm really going to see that value. Then the, the shades come off. Because what happened when a nigga that. My water uh, machine, if y'all heard that. That is creepy as fuck. That just happened during the day. It just does that, yeah. <laughs> I mean, what do you think it is? A ghost in my water? <laughs> <laughs> What happens when a nigga that's really high value and has money comes beside you? Mm -hmm. Now you got your wife looking like Carmella looking at the nigga with the ponytail. That's where I met on Soprano. Oh, now your wife yeah. looking, at, looking at something different. You know what I'm saying? Now she was off his shit. Now, look, the money see? don't add up. You see, look, my man came in when he was a painter. He was, he was painting he the was, fucking bathroom. Put that pressure on it, and guess what? She folded. She folded. And when she went back to Tony's ass, you talk about the Sopranos if you haven't watched. When she went back to Tony's ass, and he wasn't giving her no love and affection. Remember that night she was touching herself a little bit? She yep. woke up, seen the nigga, wasn't even in bed. Guess what? When the shit hit the fan, where'd she go? <laughs> I just so happened to be up here. I knew you worked here. Crazy. Because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. 95% of these women would get rid of every single Birkin 
for that baby bag. That is a fact. Ah! Every single woman, if they had to choose, you can have the glitz and glam. Every woman wants the family. Every woman wants the but, Christmas, the holidays that they grew up with. You're right. Asterisk with the right man, though. Okay, yeah. With yeah, the right. I'm saying that. That's why I'm saying uh, you thinking you can just be money man. You got to come with more because, and that's why I say, fellas, let's not fall for the smoke and mirrors. We say stuff like, oh, well, all these women are talking about all the money they want. Okay. Your girl is going to, you're going to get a girl and your girl is going to say shit that's not, she don't even want that shit. She's just saying it so that you act a certain way. You know? Was, yeah. And I would say don't fall for the, I would say a cleaner way to say that is don't fall for the Instagram, Twitter, because that stuff isn't real. Like, I feel, no, I feel like the girls that are on there that are saying, oh, I, I need a man that makes 100000 they don't really give a fuck about that. They just want, they really do want the diaper bag. They just want a family, man. They just want a man, a man who's going to give them a family, EOD. That's real shit. But Terrence, you can't just say all women want that. Some women do want the Birkin, and it's okay if you can't do that or don't want to do that. And that's true, fellas. That's why I'm saying read the room. You should be able to spot the Birkin chick that way. You shouldn't even be able to talk to her for that long. Mm -hmm. What are you talking to this chick longer than a week, two weeks for? You know you don't, you can't give her what she wants. Mm -hmm. You're wasting your own time at that. You knock that up. Whose fault is that? Yep. I talked. I've talked to women that want high dollar shit before. Never really went anywhere because I just knew you get the gist. I just knew I wasn't gonna be able to do that. You know what I'm saying? Like I talked to this girl and she was like, her name was her name on IG had like Dior in it or Gucci in it. I forget what it was. But you see what that's about. I just remember like our first date, she had on like a Louis something. And I'm like, this is cool. But like, oh, she got the Louis. And I remember her seeing my shoes. I had on Chelsea boots. Yeah. And I remember her seeing my shoes and saying, are those red bottom or something like that? This was back in the red. Remember red bottoms was the hot shit back in the yeah. day. Still. Still. But no, she was like, a Louboutin? I was like, nah. But then I'm thinking, look. That's what's going to impress yeah. you. That's what's going to impress you. Yeah. Like, and as a I, man, do we lose our cool? Nah. nah I'm having yeah, I'm a night out, and that's it. I went out with the most rawest, ghettoest, hood, gutter, gutter <laughs> joint. And I knew I was outside her league. I knew it. I knew when I picked her up from her crib and she got in my whip. Mm -hmm. Damn. But we still got to do this night. So took her to the mics. Feel me? Had my drink, had my steak, paid for hers, <laughs> a good night out. I tried to keep the convo going, but I could just tell, you know what? Maybe I'm just not for you type shit. Yeah. And look, as a man, it's no love lost. It's not me saying, oh, fuck, fuck. Nah, it's no love lost. I ghosted her for sure. That's the like, game. That's the game, mm -hmm. you know? Nah, she low-key, she ghosted me before I even took her to the restaurant. We shouldn't even have done that. I don't even know why I did that. She was older than me. Why did I do that? You were just on some... You know, you just out here as a man. You, you got around. around. And that's why I say, look, we, gotta, we can't point fingers when we as, as men. Not in this barbershop, you know? We're not pointing fingers out the, the glass window talking about the ladies out there. Like, hey, look, let's, let's do this from time to time. You need to fix your shit. Sick of seeing the complaining. Yeah, well, guess what? Some of the shit out there is also unrealistic. And there's a whole lot of men need to, men need to, men need to. But guess what? It's work needs to be done on both sides. That's true. Hey, look, leave your comments. Let us know what y'all think about that comment. I mean, that, that topic. Terrell is a, is a he got y'all back for sure. Y'all know I'm going to say some shit that, you know. You going simp a little. I'm not simping by me saying stand up as a fucking man. Let's see how he This has it. nothing to do. And look, niggas are trying to say it's because I have a girl. Nigga, I've been, I, I, I read the superior, I read the way of the superior man. 
before my last girl. I've been doing this. I'm not saying shit that has to do with, oh, yeah, see, respect. I'm not, I'm not simping, y'all. This is not simping. Me telling you to stand up not- and read the room and not fuck with somebody that's not in your league because you are the man, you got control, that's simping. Nobody said How that do y'all yet. think I'm sitting in this seat? What does that mean? Ooh, you got a chair. No, I'm just saying. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you know what I'm saying? How do y'all think that I've been able to do the shit that I've been able to, to do? We're not talking about that. We're talking about keeping it 100 on both sides. Because you was on some many, the many, the many. And I'm like, hold up. They he was getting ready do, to tell niggas do. that. Terrell rather me get up here and make excuses for y'all and say, well, these women are so I'm do this around you. these women. I'm not going to do that. I'm keeping a buck on both sides. We 40-40, not 40 and 90. Nah, we 80-20. That's not the world. That's your black ass. That's your problem. Pot over. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say this one. I'll start with it. Course of action. Shout out to everybody that fussed with the course of yes, action. We out here. We back. You know. <laughs> your girl cooks dinner for you for the first time. Right? Okay. And the food is just not good or too spicy or just not spicy enough. It's just not good. Right? Mm-hmm. And I know we don't like to do the your girl, whatever. But you don't like it. I don't mind it. Okay, yeah, I don't mind it. I like for her to be spiced up though. I know he got uh-huh. he got some. What would you do in that situation? Do you eat the food? Do you do you tell her? I can't just thug through it. I can't. You can't thug it? If it's a, have you ever added too much salt to something? Yes. And you'd be like, oh, I can't even eat this. Like, I'll make my oatmeal in the morning. I'm supposed to put a pinch of salt, but sometimes I'm like, I had a little more. But sometimes it goes too far. Anyway, I can't eat it. So yeah. for me, well, over seasoned chicken, yes, it's, I can't do it. So, but let me, if it's too salty, to me, that's different than if it's nasty. If it's too salty, I can supplement. True. Now, mind you, this is your girl. Yeah. You, you, this is your girl. This not. And look, fellas, this is one of them things that we might have to read the room for. You know what I'm saying? If it's going to be that big on your list. Nah, yeah, uh, oh, yeah. Uh, Get this part out the way soon. For me, if she makes some shit that's nasty, I will tell her that it has too much of what it has. Yeah. I can't just. And if, I mean, to me, if you make her feel secure, if you're doing your job and make her feel, feel secure, you should be able to voice that. There's and it no not way. Be, and it not be the end of the fucking world. Have you ever tried to tell your girl anything? Nah, my girl definitely 100% will say, let me know if you don't like it. And I'm like, even if I don't like it, I don't know if I'm going to tell you. But then again, I can't thug through it. She's going to notice either way, Terrence. You're not eating. You, what are you going to do? That's why I think it's a good course of action. Because you niggas are trying to get off, oh, I would just tell her that she added too much. I'm and not- then you lead to your girl never cooking for you again. Because you know how women are. Oh, uh, yeah. You know? Soon as you say... Boo, what, what, what type of cream of wheat did you use? <laughs> she gonna say, you fucking hate it. Fuck it, I'm never doing this shit. Look, I'll tell you this. All you gotta do, fellas, is get the stomachache from hell out of nowhere. You just gotta get a stomachache from hell, sick as hell, something as hell. Oh, my, I don't even know how my appetite's not even there. I just gotta save this okay, for yeah, I gotta okay. save it for lunch. <laughs> I gotta save it for tomorrow. She got a Tupperware thing full of it. Enjoy your lunch! <laughs> I'm at the Wendy's four for four. <laughs> With that done in the back. Let me hurry up, cause she got my location. Yeah. <laughs> then when she called, I just said I wanted to get a frosty. Uh-huh. The go perfect with it. She got my bank account. Oh, maybe I got a frosty for everybody at the job. <laughs> I don't know why they charged me 15. 
This nigga riding around. I'm eating the pasta right now. Now I'm fucking it on FaceTime. He riding back with a biggie bag. <laughs> biggie bag in the back. Crumbs on his shirt. Pasta was a little. <laughs> All right. But right. well, yeah, that was that was it. That's funny as shit. Uh, let me see which one I want to do, bro. I, I I got so many from people. Nah, we just basically talked about that forever. You and your homeboy both see a girl. Shout out to my boy. Who did this? Jamo. Jam jam of the day. Shout out to my boy. Um, jam of the day? Yeah. That's his name on Instagram. Honestly, that's funny as shit. <laughs> jam yeah. of the day. I guess he's going to post. I don't know. He put, you and your girl, you, you and your homeboy see a girl that y'all think is attractive. Your homeboy wants to step to her, but he's nervous and asks you to put him on. You go up to the girl and try to put him on, but she says she's not interested in him and she's interested in you. Ooh, we've been in that uh-huh. situation before. Do that you fall like... back because that's your man, or do you advance? Oh, this is a great From one. From one niner to another. Oh, and my boy Anah. Shout out to you, bro. Shout out. Mm-hmm. The realest. I'll say this, y'all. What's more important, this potential or your man, mm-hmm. your boy? Yeah. I've literally almost lost friends behind. Shout out my boy Jason to do the sign business. We've been through the thick uh-huh. of this. Oh, my God. We've been school. through the thick of this. Mm-hmm. That nigga low-key hated my guts. Oh yeah, nah yeah. High you know, Jason was hell in high school. I'll tell you that, bro. If you listen to this, you were hell. He was hell. My boy would call a joint soon as he see her. Oh, that's wifey. And we say, hold up, wait, hold on. He wait, did I'm used to... to do that a lot. He used to. He would call a joint and say, "That's my wife." And look, the joint will come up to you and say, mm-hmm, "You dropped this," and you thinking. I'm about to bag that. <laughs> then you run into this nigga. He say, I see, my, I see my wife earlier, bro. And you like, oh, I can't even tell this nigga what happened What happened? Her. Yeah. You know, I'll tell you that. Your boy more important than that girl. Some of y'all might think, fuck that. This could be the love of my life. And it might. <laughs> I'm getting ready to say. You have to let, fellas, this is the realest advice right here. You got to let her like you. You got to let your boy pursue. And you have to just wait until she give that nigga the no. Yeah. Once she give her to, him the no, and you get confirmation from him. But Terrence, no, you going up to put him on because he's nervous. Nah, so that's the thing. Oh, so you okay. go up to put him on, and she's like, nah, but you. Nah, you off. We off. If it's a situation where we out and about, bro, we been there. Yeah. Oh, it, see, and, and you know what? You're right. I'm thinking of the neighborhood chick, the dead from down the street. Yeah. You okay, know? yeah. Like, we're going to see her again. Nah, this is nah. my man right over here. You was like, right over here. Right like, here. man right there. <laughs> if I go up to a girl for Terrell, right, and she start feeling me, me and Terrell locked in enough to where I could say, when I went over there, she started feeling me. Me and Terrell oh, are locked in to be like, okay, if she feeling you, then that's you. Then bag, yeah. You know what I'm sure. saying? And, I, and then immediately, because that's the thing, too. We never that invested, especially if we're in a club scene or we just out and about. I'm not that invested. I might have liked her and said, yo, put me on. Yeah. But and I'm not and, that invested. But then again, Terrence, if you get the... You I, got say, the me and you, I was going to say, me and Terrell are different because we twins. I've been through that my whole life. If a girl like Terrell, I'm off. Yeah. I don't want nothing to do with you if you like Terrell. Uh-huh, and you vice versa. And vice versa. But Terrence, if you invested to the point where you shy and you don't want to go up to this girl, but you do want your man to put you on. First of all, fellas. You take that L. 
You, you got to take that L. You were too scared to go and talk to her. So you can't get mad at your man for trying oh, to no, put I'm you on. Bad, your boy didn't take that L for you. Bros before hoes. You're not Both about to of them take an L. Yeah. But then you need to go and have a conversation with your man and say, you know what, bro? She actually did like me. I'm not putting you on no more because I just ruined. This opportunity just got ruined for me because you're too pussy. I'll say this, though. It depends on your, your friendship. Because some of y'all niggas, if, if, if you go up to her and she fucking with you, you might need to make that happen. Yeah. And your man just take the L because you were scared to go up and talk to her. But Terrence, you know people, relationships have been destroyed over pussy. You know that. I know it. He may not understand that. He may think you never put me on at all, nigga. You just went up there and talked to her yourself, bitch ass nigga. Ah, Betrayed yeah. me. You know what I'm saying? Betrayed me, yeah. So you got to kind of like take the L and then coach. I will say this. The people in your life, when you was younger, that would say, stop being, bro, just go talk to her. Bro, go talk to her right now. Just go get, go do it. Them people are so important. They because are. when you finally do start talking to women mm -hmm. in person, those voices replay in your head. I still hear stuff like that, mm -hmm. like, from when I was little. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Terrell, look, I ain't going to say no names. But Terrell had an ex that I was cool with. We had to, we was, we was locked. Uh -huh. Your ex from high school. Oh, yeah. You know, we was locked on some real sister shit because we was in that space where, you know, my, like my girl got friends that are dudes mm -hmm. from like her young days. And I'm like, you know, what? when you young and then y'all can live in a house mm -hmm. together and or you can create that brother sister relationship. That's kind of how me and his ex was. So one thing I do remember is I really liked her friend. Remember? Uh -huh. and do you remember we went to the skating rink? And do you remember... Her, she, 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 <laughs> look, she did so much to like, she would be like, you could do this. You got this. You got this. She put me on so much. And then when I was skating with the girl, remember? Remember she riding around hyping shit behind me? She was so hot. But no, like, that was funny as shit. We was hyping y'all up. Even to this day, she don't know what she did for my confidence back yeah. then. Mm -hmm. That made me a whole lot more confident when talking to women, even just after that one yep. incident. She don't even know that. Once you muster up the, the courage to do it the first time, then it's... It's swimming. It's then, jumping in again. I just got to get... Once I get cool with the temperature, I'm and back. And then you see it. Like, you know, I'm out the game now, right? I'm getting ready to be... I'm getting ready to be really out the game. He got an old man, you. But this is what I'm going to get ready. This is what I say. Even, to, even now, I be places... And, like, of course, like I said, I'm out the game. But... I still see the game. You can still see it. 100%. You know what I'm saying? A, a girl walk down the same aisle as you. Yeah. Or, or look at you, look, give you the, the extra long look. Look, I'm you at the saying? dispensary, and the, the girl was like, what's your name? Terrence? Okay, Mr. Terrence. Let's see what. I'm like, here we go with uh -huh. this. Thing. I can make this something. And you know what? That and that, that's you, it. That's it, it wasn't nothing from her. You mm. just know, all right, bet I could cook right here if I want that's to. That's almost like Jordan picking up the ball and going. Yep. Still, still got it. Oh, yeah, I got it. <laughs> And you, it's just a confirmation. Yeah. Fellas, that's a tricky one. Do not lose your friend. Don't lose your man. Over, over that girl. But also, the dude who's scared, you could lose your man too for him taking all these L's for you. Because you're going to start scaring the hoes. That man probably would split a four for four with you. That man probably came from and eating noodles with you in a dorm. Or y'all grew up together. Or that's just you been your friend for a long time, but y'all was down bad together, and that nigga never folded. You can't fold on him. That's true. For for I this woman that. who's gonna ask you how much you bring to the table. You like how I wrap that back in, and then you gonna tell her you don't give a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> all right, look, that's all I got for the course of action. 
So it's I, just two. Short course of action this week. Terrell's course. a bitch. He told me that we had way more course of action. I do got a couple more, but did we already covered everything. I'm starting to think this nigga's got a pasta in the oven at home or some shit. He's getting wrecked with his mozzarella. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? Hold on, wait. All right, well, nah. Because I don't want to do no course of action that we already did. I'm going to tell y'all this. We got to extend our course of action next week. That's law. If I said it here, if I said that and I meant that. There we go. We're we going up with it. The course of action next week. Because it is kind of a, it is, it is, it's a little bit of a, a, a gap in some of these joints. Some people want course of action every podcast. I get it. Nah, yeah. I think talking about it too much is going to make more people more mad. Realize that we should have never said anything. You know what? Now that I think about <laughs> it, I think about it, we don't get enough. Did they talk about Kiki again? <laughs> <laughs> hey, here's some niggas. They talked about Kiki again. Not another week. Not another one. I can't do it again. I can't listen to if they talking. Out in the comments, I'll be couldn't finish. I'll be back. I couldn't finish hey, the Kiki. A quick movie suggestion and we out. Quick movie suggestion of the week. I don't have a movie suggestion of the week. I got killed by a couple of y'all for uh, not having my book suggestions. So, Troy, hand me that right there. Hand me that right there. My Kindle. Don't worry. I'm not going to say nothing. I'm just going to show it. Do, uh, do I, I have to, to get it. up and get the Kindle? Can you not? Are you physically... You got a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar build anyway. I want to give a shout out to my girl. She got me a Kindle. Well, she actually lost her Kindle. And then me her. she got another one and found this one. So she let me have it. So what do you bring to, to, the, to the table? Uh, a Kindle. Stuff like that. <laughs> uh, but look, my movie suggestion of the week, I don't really have one. I wanted to give y'all a book suggestion because some of y'all say I don't give book suggestions. So that's going to be uh, two for you. For the fellas... Fellas and wait, ladies both for the, well, just for the fellas, of course, Way of the Superior Man, David Dita. I'm always going to dish that one. Mm. I'll never give a book, book recommendations again, I think, without telling you to read that one. But the book that me and my girl reading right now, Terrell has criticism about the author. I don't know what she said politically, but All About Love by Bell Hooks. Mm -hmm. Man, I read that second chapter, and I said, man, what a read. It completely flipped my mindset about how I would raise my kids. But anyway, the book is literally all about love. It's about how you're introduced to love, how you see love, how you experience it, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Ups and downs with it, trauma, all of that. So if you have, you feel like you're stuck in your old way, for some of my ladies out there that feel like you, you got this idea of love that you really want, you know what I'm saying? The Cinderella stories, even my fellas out there, that's the heart on your sleeve type. This book, not something that's going to teach you Anything. I think the best books are not the books that teach you, but the books that rearrange you. You know? Mm -hmm. You knew already. You just had to put that in the right place. So, uh, All About Love by Bell Hooks. So we, 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 we rocking that one. I will, I will recommend that one for most of my people because I know some of us definitely got a weird introduction to love and a weird idea of what love actually is. Okay, yeah. And, and honestly, that is a, a probably a good section. I'm just yeah. telling black men, just be real careful with Bell Hooks. She's not really the biggest for us. And the literature she is definitely what, is trash when it comes to us. Yeah. Literature is all I'm speaking on, y'all. I feel like that, you know, mm -hmm. she, she kind of showed some. Um, but anyway, John Gruden got a Super Bowl ring. <laughs> okay. <laughs> you get my point? Yeah. <laughs> Um, he went on to do some fuckboy shit, but at one point he was at the top of his game. <laughs> <laughs> but he always thought the way he thought. Well, the same way you look at Bell Hooks is the same way the ladies going to look at Kevin Samuels, y'all. 
you'll be able to get some of the, trust me, I'm reading that joint okay. and I'm like, okay, I get it. It is a little, it's a one, Men extreme, one extreme to the next. Um, my movie suggestion is A Most Violent Year, uh, shot by my favorite, favorite of all time cinematographer, Bradford Young. When I was in film school, I, there was Roger Deakins. There was, um, wow, why am I blanking like this? There was so many different, uh, Matthew Liebertig. There was, uh, my boy. There's, there's, there's so, so many, many different white cinematographers that we love, right? Um, oh, I thought you were talking about you talking about his faves. I know Terrell's faves. Oh, no, yeah. Matthew Liberty. Liberty, like, Robert guy. Richardson. Robert Richardson, yeah. See, yeah. so we had, there's a bunch of like cinematographers that off. we know. Right, thank you. Uh, who fell off? I'm talking about you fell off, Terrell. Oh, you used to, be, you used to really Richardson. do this shit. You really I had did, a, a I talent. Yeah, I used to be tapped in. Um, but there was a lot of white cinematographers that were like the cream of the crop, and there was a one- Young black cinematographer. The first movie I ever seen from him was called Pariah. Name's Bradford Young. He shot, he was the only black cinematographer I could find for real. Outside of like your Arthur Jaffa and the, Ernest Dickerson from way back in the day. Anyway, Long Story Less Long, A Most Violent Year is on Max again. It came out 2014. Mm -hmm. Jessica Chastain and Oscar Isaac just was on, you know, it was on the red carpet. They was all touchy for that movie, Scenes of Marriage, they did. But where they really built their first chemistry was on a most violent year where mm -hmm. they started that together first. Yep. So it's a good movie. It's like a crime movie. It's dark because that's how my boy shot it. And, uh, and it's yeah. a great film. I love that movie. Great movie. Most violent year. Bradford yeah. Yeezy. Bradford Young. Great framework. Great use of minimal lighting. Like, not going to get in that bag, but outstanding. But, um, but yeah. That is going to do it for episode 166. 165, boy. First of all, you can't fuck up the drop like that. <laughs> you can't try to, you, you just played a bunch of splash. I'm just letting you know, pause. How was that pause? What did you think about when you said splash? You niggas are sick. Damn, what did you do to my phone? Oh, there we go. I started getting scared. I didn't do nothing to it. <laughs> What's That's, wrong with it? And I'm not paying for it. <laughs> <laughs> Is it 166? 165. 165. It's going to wrap it up, y'all. Watch some football this weekend. Eat good. Eat it. Drink a smoothie with some greens in it. Read the room. <laughs>